presentation from Alive 105, live and local. It's Friday night, and time for Derby Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, Derby fans, it's uh, kind of nice to be at home finally toward the end of the season, but we're at home. Coach Clark, uh, talk to us about last week's game. I know it was a tough game against Mays, a pretty good football team. And uh, talk to us about the uh, special teams and your offense. We'll let Coach Wiethrick talk about his defense. Well, uh, um, special teams-wise, uh, they, they, Mays always did all that uh, smoke and mirror stuff, so we, we kind of had to, to kick the ball. They they actually had four kickoff returns for touchdowns before we played them, so we didn't want to give them a cheap touchdown. They did a lot of reverses and all that stuff, so we kind of just pushed the ball in the middle and gave it to them on the 30-35 uh, most of the time. Um, our punt team uh, protected all right. We uh, d- it, Besides the... Uh, one yard punt that we had, I I, I thought they they did okay, and then punt return and and kickoff return, they squibbed to us every time, and then punt return uh, uh, did okay, not, not not our best. So special teams, I probably grade out to maybe a C um, at the best uh, for special teams, which which we want to be at an A level every time. Uh, offensively, um, at times, you know, I mean, we we just we just looked um, we. It was just one of those nights, you know. Uh, May's gotten to they. We never could figure out they. They were just all over the place. If if we guess if if we called a play, there, there'd be times they they wouldn't have anybody over there, and uh, um, they they just weren't a sound defense. But it kind of played in their favor a little bit because um, there was times we would call a play and they'd have you know too many guys over there and stuff like that. So uh, we had some un- uncharacteristic drops. Uh, I thought our offensive line probably played. Uh, one of our worst games, and and on their coach, so uh, that, that that's that's on me too. Um, our wide receivers, uh, you know, we d- probably had an average game. Um, I, I thought Dylan Edwards played really well. He ran the ball hard. Uh, our passing game, you know, uh, Lim maybe had a, a second to two seconds to throw the ball. He was running for his life half the time. We we really had to work on pass protection this week, but. Uh, um, offensively, I, I did not have a good taste in my mouth after the game. Then after film, it, it got worse. So um, we we had a lot of work to do. Uh, you know, we we made some changes. We created some battles this week for for some kids to push each other. You know, we're in we're in week eight right now, and we're we're having kids, younger kids, push some older kids to to make them work a little harder. And uh, unfortunately, it kind of worked. Our, our kids did work harder. They looked better this week. So a little competition helped, but. Uh, um, as a coach, you want to see kids not have to have competition to push them. You you want to see a kid to be mentally strong enough to push himself to get himself better every week and not make it competition or, or fear of losing your spot to, to get better. But uh, like I said, um, offensively, I, I thought, you know, it was just kind of a perfect storm. Uh, uh, some kids that were making mistakes hadn't, you know, hadn't made mistakes all, all year. So, uh, again, uh, they they had some really good defensive players last uh, last week. Mays did, and hats off to them. Uh, they they played really well. They they tackled pretty well, and uh, um, hopefully this week we can come out a little bit stronger and, and correct some of those mistakes that we made made last week. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously pretty disappointing on the defensive side of the ball for us. I mean, I went into that game thinking that, uh, you know, we were pretty well prepared. I thought we had a pretty good week of practice. Um, and then we, we just didn't perform. We just did, I knew we were going against a, a real good offense. I knew we had some, some really, really big challenges as far as athletes on that side of the ball. They're running back, their quarterback, their receiver. I mean, they have, they had some real big weapons, but I, I really thought our guys were ready and, uh, uh, they were fired up and ready to go play. But, you know, ultimately, you know, ultimately it's on me on the defensive side of the ball. We, we didn't come out and perform, uh, to our level. I thought we underperformed again. So like I said, it's, that's on, that's on me. It's on, uh, us defensive coaches to get them right and get them going. Um, up front, I, Really disappointed in the guys up front this week, uh, last week. So um, we really got after them this week and challenged them. Um, you know, if we we play up front like we did last week, I mean, we're not going to beat anybody. So uh, it's been kind of a rough week, kind of a, kind of an eye opener for us on uh, on defense, especially up front. And uh, we're going to make sure to get it right, and hopefully tonight we can come out and show up and respond. Yeah, Coach Clark, uh, I mean, we've got that big, nice, I guess, indoor practice facility. I don't know whether it's done right now or not but uh talk to us a little bit about who would use it when i mean would that be something football would use or is it just spring sports and and just talk to us about that new facility it looks pretty imposing just sitting out on the street looking at it oh yeah it's it's super nice uh you know it's uh around derby people call it the football facility you know which which is totally wrong um we'll, we'll, we'll probably use it less than anybody uh um it is pretty big it's about 35 yards so you can't play the game of football with 35 yard field which which people don't understand that it, it was built for pe um what what some people since uh, uh coach Weetrick and i are both pe teachers what some people don't understand is uh we'll have seven or eight classes uh in one hour and in the winter you can't go outside so you've got three to four classes in each gym and when they put you know 40 kids per class in each gym that becomes 120 140 kids in a gym and there's not much you can do with that so uh to get another facility to be able to house pe kids in that that was the main purpose for that even though a lot of people call it the football facility um we we won't practice in there um, unless it's lightning out or anything like that. Uh, last year, we, we may have had one practice in there. Everything else is outside because we played the game of football outside. Um, but it will be nice for uh, strength classes to be able to do like uh, speed and agility drills. Uh, it's going to be super nice for baseball and softball. It has a baseball field on it. It has a softball field on it. It has three batting cages on it. But again, it's it's really not a place where we can practice. I mean, when you got 150 kids, you're not going to be able to play the game of football in a 35-yard field. So, uh, I mean, it would have been nice if it was bigger, if we would have voted for it bigger. But uh, hopefully, next next go around, if we do that, we can enlarge it and make it a little bit bigger. So, um, it'll it'll help everybody out. I mean, there there's more batting cages in there if we do that. There's more. Uh, uh, just room for for PE and all that stuff. So and and room for band. Band can't fit in there. The whole, one of the goals was to fit band in there. So, you know, band just like football does zero hour, but uh, again, band can't practice on a, a thirty five yard field. They they almost need a full field. So, uh, um, I wish it was bigger. Um, but but it does help PE out. It gives us another room. 
you know, in, in the winter, we can't go in the restroom. The mats are out. It's 110 degrees in there. So we got two gyms for, you know, 300 kids at, at a time in, in PE. So it's really going to help PE out. But it is super nice. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm super excited for baseball and softball to, to be able to have that because we need a facility like that in Derby. To, baseball and softball are so huge here, especially with the, the youth programs and stuff. It gives them a place, you know, in the winter where they can practice. Coach Clark, we uh, mentioned it's week eight and we're finally at home. Uh, due to COVID, we missed a couple of home games. I know tonight there's a lot going on. I think Hall of Fame night, uh, parent night, uh, senior night, I mean, everything. Talk to us a little bit about all the things happening tonight and what it means to finally be at home. Well, to play at home, it's it's huge, even though we were enjoying the big locker rooms at the other other schools that we got. Now now we're at our home locker room that, that should fit about 30 people, and we got about 110 people in here. Uh but it's it's awesome to be at home. You know, we got our music, we got our, you know, family and uh, close friends. You know, each kid got only two tickets. You know, uh, be, because it is homecoming, because it is senior night, because uh, we we do got a lot going on. Hall of Fame, we're cramming our whole season into one game, uh, which which is. At least we got a home game, and at least we're able to play football. Trust me, I'm very gracious on that. But uh, it's good to be at home. It's good to to be able to play. Just give our kids a chance to play on this field. You know, it's a brand new field. Uh, it's the last year we're going to play in the stadium. Uh, it's the old stadium, and it's going to be renovated after the stadium. So this should mean a lot to our kids, and uh, hopefully we come out uh, fired up and, and and ready to go. But uh, you know. As, as a coach, as a player, um, all that outside noise, homecoming, uh, uh, senior night, um, uh, Hall of Fame night, uh, military night, all that stuff, that's, that's all fun for the fans and fun for the experience and get people to the stadium. Uh, but, but our kids have been, been doing a good job of dialing in on May South and, and the game. So, so all that stuff outside of it, it's not really going to affect us. But uh, um, it, it is good that we're doing it and being able to get all this stuff in because we need a homecoming. We, we, we need to get about as normal as we can get. So uh, have this fi- final home game and the last game of the season is kind of weird. But uh, I'm glad at least we're, we're playing the game of football. You know, Coach, I'll just make a quick comment about that stadium. Uh, back when I was a senior, uh, we practiced on where you guys play the games now. There wasn't any bleachers, but the stem wall was there, and it was dirt. But uh, we did practice there, so it's been around a long time. That was 1967, so it's 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 probably it's probably about time to to get rid of that and do a little renovation. Uh, Coach Wietrich, uh you guys, I'm sure you guys do about the same thing each week uh, in your preparation for a ball game. Uh, let our listeners know what you guys do a, a typical. Uh, Defensive practice, so where you start, where you end, and, and everything in between. Yeah, I'd probably say first thing, um, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, with my defensive staff, I'd, I'd say that uh, I'd put them up against anybody. I think our defensive staff does a great job. It started with the D-line. We have Coach Goble, Coach Davis. Those guys do a great job um, getting them guys ready. And, you know, we, we meet on Sundays. We do the game plan together. You know, Saturday we're doing all the film breakdown individually. We're getting our, we all have responsibilities as far as who does what data. Sunday we come together and we get a game plan together for the week. And then uh, the rest of the week we implement it. So D-Lions, Coach Goble, Coach Davis, the ba- at the backer level, I coach outside backers. And uh, 
And uh, Coach Haynes does inside backers, and he does a phenomenal job there. He does a great job with their inside backers. In the secondary level, we have Coach Hendrick, who coaches up the corners, and we have Coach Tolis, um, who's coaching the safeties right now. And those guys do – I mean, I, I can't – can't thank those guys enough for the work they do. I mean, there's 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 uh, there's so much stuff we we, we do, um, and those guys do for me and for the defense that uh, want to make sure they get they get appreciated for that. And uh, weekly schedule, you know, we go into uh, our weeks. Our weeks are pretty much are pretty much scheduled and, and keep a routine so our kids are used to routine and stuff like that. You know, we, we watch a lot of film. We watch film on uh, on Monday morning. We're going to come in. We're going to watch film from the previous previous Friday. Um, then Monday afternoon after school, we're going to do install. So Monday morning, Monday morning before school, we, we talk about the last opponent. We talk about mistakes. And then Monday afternoon, we totally forget about it and move on. And we grow. We try to, we try to challenge them to compete and get ready for the next opponent. Um, that's more of a middle day for them. Tuesday, we're going to get together and, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to watch some film on the opponent. We're going to focus on the opponent. Then we're going to go out to practice and normal practice for us. Tuesday, Wednesday are kind of our, our big, big, heavier days as far as pads on and more physical days. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday is a huge for us. You know, we usually start off obviously with some sort of individual time. We're going to go over game corrections or game fixes from the previous Friday on Tuesday, and then whatever individual drills, whatever, 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 whatever skill sets that we're lacking, you know, or we're making mistakes on, we're going to focus on that stuff on Tuesday and Wednesday and in Indy, and then we'll probably get together a group. You know, one thing with us being an odd front, running a three-four. You know, we do have some hybrid players. Some of our outside backers, we're asking them to be D linemen sometimes. Sometimes we're asking them to play safety. I mean, so splitting time and figuring out where do you want those guys, those hybrid players, how much time you spend on what individual skills, kind of a challenge. But um, just for example, I coach outside backers. There's sometimes for my outside backers, and they go and get coached up by the D line coaches. So if, if I'm my outside backers who also, they, not only do they cover guys, not only do they play linebacker, but sometimes they're blitzing, they're pressuring. Well, I want them to be coached up by my D-line coaches who do a great job of teaching pass rush. So I'll send my outside backers sometimes with the D-line coaches, and they'll, they'll, get, they'll get some pass rush work and stuff like that. And then same, on the other side of that, sometimes my sandbackers, who are a lot of times in coverages, in their combo coverages with the safeties and corners, I'll send my outside backers sometimes with the, safety, with the safeties and corners coaches, Hendrick and Tolis, and they'll get work there. You know, so... It might sound like I'm pawning all my guys off, but <laughs> I promise I coach. Yeah, I coach. I coach sometimes. You know, I don't. I don't, I don't pawn them off all the time, but uh, no. But, but you know, stuff like that. We we do our coach. Like I said, our coaches did a great job, and we um, they're working their butts off. And right now, you know, it's it's uh, we're going through some adversity here. Obviously, defensively, we're not performing as good as I would like. Um, but I promise you, our defensive staff's working their butt off, and. And, uh, and that's kind of the week. So Tuesday, Wednesday is kind of our install days. One big thing, and Coach has always talked about it, we do, we do a good-on-good period. So once we get through individual and the group time or whatever, then we go to a team period, and we'll go against, uh, go against the offensive guys. And, and Coach is gracious enough to run some of the other teams' plays for us. So we get a really good look at the, with the opponent um, with our best offensive players. And it, it, does a, it does a tremendous job of, of – of preparing us and it's filmed so then every night the coaches can go through we can watch film of what the opponent might look like against us and uh we can we can coach our guys up with video and in person and stuff like that so and then thursday's cleanup day cleanup day make sure we're getting all our stuff ready to go you know and uh perfect thursday and we, then we hopefully get ready to go for friday 
But that's about it. Guys, uh, we play May South tonight. Uh, Coach Clark, break down a little bit of uh, what you've got to do to be successful about May South, and we'll let Coach Weiss talk about his side of the ball. May South, they're, they're coached really well. Um, it's, it's a little bit different than, than Mays in terms of they, they've stayed in a defense, and they're really good at what they do. They're, they're kind of a 4-3 team is what we like to call them. Uh, might look like a 4-2 to some people, but uh, I think they base out of a 4-3. They've got uh, four defensive linemen, uh, three guys that are like linebackers, about 195, 200 pounds. they got another guy that they put as a three-tech. Um, on the weak side to eat up, so so they can put more backers over to the strength, and uh, uh, he's he's probably it, 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 on the roster. It says two sixty five, but he he looks all two eighty, and he's a very strong physical guy. Uh, they got number forty five in the middle. Their linebacker, who's a, a really good backer, he kind of roams free because they go on a four man front, and uh, um, he makes a ton of plays. They got their outside backers that are fast and physical that look like safeties but play like linebackers, um, and then their their safeties and their corners are super physical too. Uh, overall, their defense is super solid. Um, they 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 have stuck with the the same defense all year long. Kind of they're they're not gimmicky. They're they're we're going to beat you with our guys and and our program and and do it well, uh, which which sometimes is good and sometimes you know hopefully on our end we can scheme them up a little bit. But uh, who knows if they're going to switch it around? Uh, but but their defense is solid. Uh, their special teams they got a kicker, a young kicker, a freshman that that hopefully gives us a chance to get some returns. We've been getting squib kicks and pooch kicks and all that stuff. Uh, we just, you know, we haven't never played May South. They, they really haven't seen a return from us because we haven't got a deep kick. So uh, so hopefully they kick deep to us and uh, at, at least challenge our kids so we can so we can work on some uh, deep kicks and some returns and stuff like that. And uh, they do the shield punt with uh, with their punt team like, like we've seen all year. I think we're the only team that doesn't do shield punt. And then uh, their punt return, they've, they've got uh, some dynamic uh, returners back there. Uh, same with their kickoff return. They've got some dynamic returners. I know some uh, um, some of the receivers and, and stuff uh, that, that are really good. So uh, we got our hands full. This is a well coach. Coach Pfeiffer, uh, he, he does a great job with these guys. He's, he's been the only May South coach. Um, and and uh, it, it's it's amazing to see where they've come from when he first took over the program when they first started as a school to where they are now. You know they they were a, a school that was just trying to figure things out, the team that was just trying to figure things out when he first started, and now they're I mean they're one of the top top schools. I mean you look at their offense, they're they're averaging over 500 yards a game. You look at their defense, they got one of the top defense you know uh, scoring. I mean they they held Mays to. 350 yards, just like we did, and uh, end up beating them. I think they out. Uh, uh, I think their offense had 550 yards, and their uh, uh, defense held Mays to 350 yards. So, uh, I mean, th- their offense is special too, and uh, their special teams are, are great. They've had a couple returns, so uh, I mean, we got our hands full. I mean, if you watch the Mays and May South game, May South is a better team. So we just lost to May. So if that says anything, we got our hands full tonight, and they're a well coached team, and they got some really fine players. Yeah, like Coach said, I mean, uh, May South is kind of rolling right now. You know, they, they've got they've got a couple losses, you know, but the they the the, the yardage and the output from from this team is, is really telling. And like Coach said, um, offensively, if you look at rushing yards, passing yards, I think they're one of the top top offenses in five A right now. I mean, so they're they're they are playing at a real high level, and you know, they might not have 
you know, with Mays last week, it was it was definitely big plays that killed us. You know, of like, I think they had like six explosive runs on us. They had four or five explosive passes on us. Three of those were touchdowns. You know, so Mays. Mays killed us on big plays. You know, they're big play players. They're explosive athletes. Uh, May South has that, but they're also a lot more consistent, reliable, dependable. I mean, they will, they will, they will work the field. You know, they don't rely on a big play. They will consistently, methodically work down the field, um, and they're going to take what you, take what you give you on defense. So, um, defensively, we got to we got to defend all aspects of the game. You know, all all aspects of the field. I mean, they're going to stretch you wide. They're going to run the ball. They got a pretty good running back, really good quarterback. Um, quarterback does a great job of delivering the ball where it needs to go. I wouldn't say he's a super flashy guy. You know, he, he he's not going to be the you know the real elusive runner that you that you saw last week at Mays. But he does a tremendous job of getting the ball out quick, getting the ball to who it needs to go to accurately on time. And then when he does. He does a real good job of, of moving the pocket to buy time. He has great pocket awareness, um, and he's always looking to throw the ball, and he finds guys down the field, and he's, he's a very dangerous guy. So uh, we we got to bring it tonight. Like I said earlier, up front, if we don't play better, um, then we're really going to struggle on defense tonight. So the challenge has been has been accepted by our guys all week. I thought we, I thought we prepared pretty well. They competed. And uh, we're going to go out there and give them our best. But uh, it's going to take our best to beat these guys. They're really good. Yeah, Coach, uh, final question before you guys get back down with your team. How is our team health? You know, uh, um, we got uh, Quentin Dorsey back, which is good. He was on close contact. Uh, he was out. I think if we have Quincy last game, the, the defense side of the ball is a whole different story. Like Coach Wietrich said, you know, our defensive line kind of struggled last game. Uh, Q is one of our best defense alignment. It would have been huge if we would have had him. Uh, uh, Amari, uh, he's still out. He's going to come back. Hopefully, um, hopefully we can you know keep going in the season and you know take it past week nine and stuff. But it's lo- looking like he's going to be back in a week or two, hopefully. And then we've got TK back. Tanner Knox um, offensively, uh, we're we're out. Uh, uh, Caden Brown, he's uh, he, he's out this game. Not sure if we're going to get him back, um, but but besides that, we've got a um, we've got a pretty healthy team. Um, but but thing is, you might see some new guys in here this this week because the competition has been healthy. We've had some young guys step up, so uh, um, it may look like we're we're hurt somebody, but it may just be a new face because these guys competed their butts off this this week in practice. Guys, as always, good luck tonight. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive105kdkq.com. Well, good evening, Panther fans. Uh, we are in Derby for our first home game of the year. This is the eighth week of the regular season, and we're having our first home game. We'll be playing the Mays South Mavericks. And, you know, we're about six, a little over six minutes away from the start of the game, so we're going to go ahead and get into our starting lineup for the Panthers tonight uh at wide receiver for the panthers we have junior mercer thatcher 6'4 185 and we have 
we're not sure who's starting on the other side, but we have uh, junior Caden Brown, 6'2", 155, or sophomore Caleb Lansang at 6'2", 150. Tight ends are junior Drake Thatcher, 6'4", 190, and senior Reed Liston at 6'1", 185. Offensive line, junior Alex Key, 6'3", 270. Junior Jonas Bickers, 6'3", 290. Center, junior Dylan Kahn, 6'4", 280. Junior Chris Thompson, 6'2", 280. And right tackle sophomore Mitchell Johnson, 6'4", 225. Quarterback for tonight's game, senior Lim Wash, 6'2", 205. And the running back is sophomore Dylan Edwards at 5'8", 155. On the defensive side of the ball, front three, senior Caleb Gifford, 6'2", 195. And coming off of injuries and COVID issues is junior Quentin Dorsey at 6'1", 240. And junior Anton Carpenter, 6'1", 250. Your linebackers, outside linebackers, senior Luke Stewart, 6'2", 210. Senior Jace Jenkins, 5'9", 175. Your inside backers, senior Colson Searing, 6'2", 215. And senior Jack Eilman, 5'9", 200 pounds. Your cornerbacks are junior Corey Atkins, 6'175", and junior Jameer Clemens, 6'155". Your seniors are... See, your safeties are senior Tanner Knox at 5'11", 180, and senior Kaysen Lindsey, 5'10", 170. And those are your starters as we have them for tonight's ball game. Well, Doyle, as you mentioned, it's a, it's an awesome night. It's week eight, but we're finally at home. We're cramming in homecoming, senior night, military affair night, everything. And, and I, I, I sent out a, a Facebook post a little bit ago. This is the last year in this stadium as we know it. But what's kind of cool They've already done the lights, so we've got new lights in the stadium, a new turf on the stadium. We'll just be redoing all of the uh, the press box, the uh, stadium at bleachers and all that. The world tonight, 41 degrees. North winds, uh, 17 miles per hour. Feels like 34 degrees. Again, I'm going to go back to yesterday. It was 87 degrees here at Derby. Tonight, it's 34 degrees, so big difference. Yeah, a huge difference, and, uh, you know, we can sure feel it when we get outside of the press box. Right now, we got the heater on. We're fairly comfortable, but, uh, you know, outside, the, the fans have got to be very cold. No question. Mays South comes in here tonight, coached by Brent Pfeiffer in his 12th year, really the only coach Mays South's had in their existence uh, Last year, we all know Mays South finished 10-1, and losing to Mays 28-0 to in the Class 5A state playoffs. Doyle, last week, they defeated Hayes 21-20. to In that win, Mays South had 384 total yards of offense, 173 rushing, 211 in the air, while allowing Hayes 195 yards, just 108 on the ground and 87 in passing. So we know this is a Mays South defense. It's pretty stingy. Yeah, they're pr- they're pretty impressive. Uh, they they uh, they're good size and they sh- they have good speed and and they'll flat lay a lick on you. Well, and, and this tonight, Colin Shields, a six two, two hundred pound senior, is the guy that's going to lead the charge for uh, Mays South. Running back Evan Cantu at five eight one seventy five is the really the only back that, that really is getting any action so far. Yeah, and and they're they're very secretive about uh, about their statistics. I couldn't find any seasonal or even anything other than just the game we found. Uh, so you know, there's no website anyway for you for you to grab that information, but. Uh, we know they can score, and we, we know they can play defense. Well, and their offensive line, these guys are big. They average 250 pounds across the front. Biggest offensive line we faced this year. And it's a, it's an offense that uh, returns seven starters from last year's team. So 
Again, first time we've ever played May South. We expect it to be a big game. You know, May South's going to come in here knowing that Derby lost to Mays last week. They're going to come in here really hunting for uh, some Panthers. Yeah, and, 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 you know, this is a big game for the Panthers uh, in, in terms of postseason. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's a big game for the kids, and I, I know the coaching staff has got them ready to go. And I'm sure Mays, Mays South's coaching staff has got them ready to go. Well, Derby won the toss and deferred to the second half, so they'll be kicking the ball into Mays South, who will be defending the south end zone. As we mentioned, the wind's blowing out of the north-northeast right now at about 18 miles an hour, so pretty brisk wind. Well, I, I know you gave the uh, uh, the real forecast uh, when, you, when you first came on, but I have the official forecast. If you see Assistant Athletic Director – Mike Phillips in long pants, all you have to do is say, it's cold. <laughs> no and, question. And I saw him in long pants tonight, so it's cold out there tonight. Well, Doyle, as we said, it's military affair night tonight. Derby's wearing some new jerseys that are they're, they're kind of a grayish black with green numbers, uh, gray-black pants. And uh, from my understanding, these are Michael Jordan jerseys. And uh, only a handful of teams in the United States got these uh, uniform combination. Derby was just fortunate enough to uh, land that. Wow, that's, you know, yeah, that says a little bit about your program. I mean, if, if, if somebody's going to single out the Panthers and take care of them, yeah, and they're kind of a grayish color. They aren't, I, when we first pulled in here, I thought they were black, but they're, you see them under these nice new lights, and they are a little bit of a grayish color. We're ready to go. High end over end kick going to be taken at about the seven yard line. Guy goes completely across the field. Panthers make a nice open field tackle at about the 13 yard line. The returner was Byron Fitzpatrick. Well, it looked like Amari Ramirez is the guy that made this tackle. Great job. That's how Coach Clark talked about just a little bit ago in his pregame. I got to have good special teams. I think he graded us out at a C last week, but that uh, first kick return and stopped by the Panthers has got to be right up there with an A. Yeah, the quarterback is Colin Shields. He hands it off to the tailback who gets hit and dropped for about a two-yard loss. So good first down play by the Panthers. Well, as Coach Wietrich said, you know, we're going to come out here tonight. We've got to have a better effort about it with our front seven particularly our down linemen. I know they made some adjustments uh, this week in practice. Let's hope it stays that way and they uh, keep pushing Mays South back. And I can't I can't recognize who's in the backfield with the quarterback, but they run pretty much a spread offense like we're running. they got back to pass, just a quick pass down in the flat, and it's caught for about a oh, three- or four-yard gain. It's going to be third down and about six. That's going to be third and six, and this, again, it brings up a critical third down place for May South. If they don't get that, they're going to be punting into a very brisk wind. Looks like in the backfield along with Shields, it looks like it's uh, Brandon Bowles, unless I'm misreading his number. We'll get, we'll get it right. Back to pass. Quick pass out in the flat. Nobody there. It's incomplete, and May South's going to have to kick with 10.51 left on their first possession. It's well, now fourth down. And, and you got to feel pretty good if you're the Panthers. You came out, you, you answered the bell as it rang. And, you know, you and I talked about this. It's a big week for the Panthers with senior night, everything going on tonight. They're kicking into it. Well, the wind's not blowing like it was when we first got here, but, uh, you know, we still should get good field position. 
The ball's going to take a bounce for the Panthers at about the 38-yard line. That's where Derby's going to have it on May South 38. And the, the kicker kind of ran, what do they call it, the soccer style, and, and our guy drilled him. And evidently, when he became a runner, he no longer could be right. Yeah, and so. you're exactly right. He took off run like he was going to run the football, and he got clear over to the hash marks. And Jack Hallman was breathing down his neck. He finally kicks it. Hallman plows him, and the officials stand right over him, looking at him like, son, you can act as much as you want, but there's not going to be a call made. First of 10 Panthers on the May's 37, May South 37. Wash is in the backfield along with. Wash just keeps it straight up the middle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Panthers. It couldn't couldn't open up any better way. The defense plays solid defense. First play of the game. Lim Wash takes it over the left guard and scores. Well, we've got our lights going off, and all these new lights, we've already got one that's out. Well, they're flashing and strobing and doing all their thing, which is uh, pretty nice to watch. I understand from Coach Clark that they can even strobe these in color if they want to. Well, yeah, it kind of freaked me out. I thought we had a power surge or something because the lights went out and I couldn't see anymore. Simmons on for the extra point. Panthers take the early lead. I don't know if that's any good or not, and it is good. It was just a low-line drive. Didn't didn't think it got through, but it snuck through the uh, right side upright, and Panthers now lead 7-0. One play, 38 yards. Well, Lim Wash made one cut. And then just ran through the May South defense. No one touched him. And again, you don't draw it up any better in your game plan that, hey, we're going to force a three and out, and we're going to score on the first play of the game. So Panthers, uh, early, very early in the ball game, they look like they're firing on all cylinders. Well, that was that was just a good. I don't want to call it a series. It was a play. So again, back deep for Mays is uh, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. And Simmons will be kicking off for the Panthers. And under COVID rules, they only allow so many people in the stadium. It's just nice to be home. Nice to hear the Panther music. Nice to see and smell the hamburgers cooking. It's just good to be home. Nice to hear Steve Wilson. He's been a long, he's a long time PA announcer here. And it's nice to hear his voice again. Panthers will be kicking off. High end over end. It's going to go back to Fitzpatrick. He's going to get it at about the goal line. Gets to the 10, then gets hit hard, just short of the 15. Trying to see who, who had the tackle. It uh, looked like Luke Stewart. Luke Stewart. <laughs> and it was a, it was a blast. <laughs> and so that's back-to-back uh, special teams plays that will make uh, Coach DeVore very, very happy. 10-27 left. Mays will have the ball on their own 14-and-a-half-yard line. They trail 7-0. Panthers had a one-play scoring drive, if you want to call it that. And uh, uh, they lead 7-0 early in the first quarter. And this is a Mays South offense that returns seven starters from last year's team. Evan Cantu is in the backfield with the Shields. They give it to Cantu. He kind of cuts back against the grain, breaks in through the Panther defense, finally gets out and dropped at about the 36-yard line. So Panthers just, again, cut back lane. They didn't They didn't defense it. Well, Cantu's a 5, 875-pound junior, and uh, you're right. He just made a cutback, and Panthers weren't there. Jason Lindsey with the tackle. 
Again, they give it to Cantu. He pushes the pile, gets pushed for, I don't know, whether they're going to give him a pretty good spot. Looks like he's going to pick up two or three on first down. Yeah, Cantu's not real fancy. He just, uh, he's your, he's your, your blue collar, I mean, guy. I mean, he just, he's a hard running kid, but not overly big. Second and seven. Again, Shields and Cantu in the backfield. They got twin wideouts to the far side, single wideout to the near side. The tight end's on the near side. Shields is a good-looking kid, 6'2", 200 pounds. They show motion. They give it to the motion man. Panthers played it really good. He picked up maybe a yard on second down. It's going to be third and six. The Panthers were right there uh, ready for the play, and it's going to bring up another third down series for uh, May South. Yeah, they're marking it just short of the 40, so they got to get to the 46-yard line. May's in a hurry-up offense. Third and six. Panthers lead 7-0. Again, they give it to Cantu, and he spins out of a pile of Panthers, and they get him. They're going to get him just short of the first down marker. But this could be four down territory for Mays. Uh, you know, you're still your your ball's going to be resting about the 44 yard line. I, I don't know. I you know if you're Coach Pfeiffer, that that's a big call against the Panthers. Well, it doesn't look like I'm seeing any kicking team coming out. They're gonna they're gonna try to draw the Panthers, or they're gonna run a play on fourth and one at their 45 yard line. Panthers lead 7-0. Panthers had Cantu hit three or four yards short, and he just spun out. You got to wrap him up. And they're running it straight ahead to the quarterback. He gets it. They're going to give him a good mark, and he's going to get the first down. So yeah. the Panthers really, really, they give that up on third down because they had they had the guy very sh- way short of the first down, and uh, he was able to spin out. Second effort got him the first down. As we said, Shields is 6'2", 200 pounds. He's a, he's a good-looking kid, good-sized high school quarterback. First and 10. Back. Uh, on a reverse, Panthers read it, but the, the guy that read it didn't make the tackle, and then they ended up making a tackle for the loss. It looked like Knox. Well, it was a double reverse is what it was, and Panthers stayed at home and played it well. You know, Doyle, I think uh, Mays tried a couple of those plays last week, and Derby did a good job staying home and uh, and uh, keeping that check. Well, we had a guy that really he, he stayed at home, and he forced the play inside. That left it to Tanner Knox to finish it off. It's going to be third down and 13, second down and 13. Panthers lead 7-0. We're early in the first quarter. Back to pass goes Shields. Got a man in the flat. Panthers missed him wide open. He's going to get into Panther territory about the 47. Uh, we had a guy that just had a clear shot at him. And he just missed it. Yeah, unfortunately, we played it pretty aggressively, and we read the play. We just missed the tackle. Uh, May South uh, picked up four or five on the play, but still third down. Third down and four. So, so far for the Panthers, anyway, on this series, it's been missed tackles. They show motion, back to pass. Now dropping, deciding to run with it. Got a wide open field to the other side. He's going to get a first down. He's barely going to get a first down. He was upended right as he crossed the uh, the first down marker. And, uh, you know, again, Panthers just let him outside. I mean, you know, we didn't have – we weren't able to get enough pressure on him. 
you know, good quarterback's going to look up and go, I can run this, pick up the first, and he gets it by about the nose of the football. The offensive right side was so wide open, he couldn't he couldn't do anything more than pull it down, and he, that's what he did. Back to pass. Still on his feet, still running around, got a guy, in, the, and it's an incomplete pass. Again, the Panthers are... He's got a lot of time to, to pass right there so far. Well, as we said, this is a big O-line for May South. These guys averaged 250, and that time they were able to hold us out. And, you know, Panthers uh, got enough pressure on him that he had to hurry his throw, and he underthrew his receiver. Yeah, the left tackle's 6'5", 295. He's the biggest left tackle we've seen this year. And May's just moved, so it's going to be second and 15. There is 6.20 to go. We are in the first quarter. Panthers scored very quickly on the first play of the ball game, their first offensive play. So they lead 7-0. Yeah, you do. You look down at Bay South, and these guys are beasts. I mean, that offensive line is, is hands down the biggest offensive line we face this season. I can't see the other tackle's number, but uh, he's probably 6. Yeah, I got his number now. We'll see. He's probably at least 6-3 or 4. And he's... 6'3", 250, so the two tackles are pretty good-sized young men. Second and 15 for Mays on the Panther 47. Back to pass goes Shields. Got a man straight out in the flat. Wide open. Panthers drop him after about a four-yard gain, so good good job by our backers coming up and making the play. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Panthers are, are laying the leather down tonight. There's been some big hits by uh, this defensive unit, and I know that was one of the things Coach Weaver talked about is we're going to get more physical. I think Casey Lindsay was helping on that play as well. So it's third down and 10. Back to pass goes Shields. He's got plenty of time, got the ball up in the air, and it's dropped. They threw the ball, and the receiver it was really on his back shoulder. He had to turn around for it, just wasn't able to come down with the uh, football. So that'll bring up fourth and ten. Fourth down and ten for Mays. Uh, you you got to, I guess you got to wonder. I mean, yeah, they're on the Panther forty-three, but uh, you know, do you go ahead and punt this thing and try to pin them back, or do you do you go for? Panthers are going to play a soft defense, I'm sure. They're probably going to give him something short and then try to rally to the football to back. Oh, just a quick kick by Shields. Probably a smart play. Takes a Panther bounce, however, and it's going to be down at about the 17-yard line. So Panthers uh, uh, avoid anything on that possession with 5.35 to go. They lead 7-0. They're going to have the ball deep in their own territory, which, Kevin, that was probably a pretty good, pretty good move by South. Oh, I think Coach Pfeiffer, it was, a, it was the best call he could make in that situation, at least force Derby to have a long field here. And uh, yet Coach Pfeiffer's in his 12th year. This is the existence of this May South program. Yeah, as we said earlier, we've never played May South. We probably competed with them in wrestling or, or track or something like that, but never on the football field. They give it straight ahead to... Edwards, and he gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be second long. Yeah, that was just straight off tackle off the uh, right side of the Panther offense. And Mays South was really Johnny on the spot. Panthers lead 7-0. We're five minutes away from the end of the first quarter. Plenty of time on the play clock. Panthers are getting the call from the sidelines. Wash is the quarterback. Trips to the far side, 
Wide receiver near side. Again, Wash on a keeper. He's going to get a first down and more, 30, 35. He gets run out of bounds finally at the 40-yard line. Now, Lim Wash made a lot of things happen on that play. It looked like he was going to maybe get caught at about the 30, and he just kind of skipped out of that tackle and took the ball down to uh, about the 42-yard line of uh, of the Panthers. Wash has had a couple carries for about 55 yards, and uh, they're going to have to do something about him. Again, Wash, he's rolling to the right to pass. Now he spins back, comes back to the near side. He's going to get dropped for about a five-yard loss. He, you know, his best choice would have been just throw the ball out of bounds. And well, and Lim did a good job. He went to the to the far sideline, spun out of a tackle, and then came back to the Panther sideline. Couldn't find a receiver, and at that point, it's time to square the shoulder pads up and run the ball. Yeah, run the ball or just or just throw it out of bounds. One of the two. But don't take the sack. It's going to be second down and thirteen. Panthers lead seven zero four fifteen left. Again, they give it to Edwards, and he just gets tripped up at the line of scrimmage and falls forward for about two or three yards. Yeah, Dylan, they really made South very lucky that they were able to trip him up where they did, or there was a lot of daylight for Dylan. Somebody just somebody just reached up and grabbed one of his legs, and but he did fall forward. Pick up, he picked up probably five yards or six on the play. Get all the successes. Really, so far, has been Lem Wash running the football. So it's third and long, third and eight for the Panthers on their own 43-yard line. They're getting the play from the sideline. There's under 10 seconds left on the play clock. Again, Wash pitches it out to Edwards. He gets a first down and more. Still on his feet, then he stepped out at about the... <laughs> 41-yard line of Mays South. Really nicely run option play that time by the Panthers. As Limbaugh strung the play out. The guy bit on Lim. He pitched it out to Edwards, and Edwards just shows great speed as he as he goes down the sideline. And if, if the old foot doesn't just barely touch the line, he's gone. First and 10 from the 41 of Mays. Panthers lead in this one 7-0. We're just over three minutes left in the first quarter. This drive started on the Panthers' 17-yard line. Wash again on a keeper. Makes a guy miss at the point of attack. Picks up probably, I'm going to give him four, maybe five yards on first down. Oh, a big task for anybody when you've got Lynn Wash and Dylan Edwards in the backfield. You've got to watch after those two guys. But you got to, you got to give the O-line credit. We've got some offensive linemen that are primarily underclassmen that are the real deal. We've got a lot of guys out there that uh, have the ability to go to the next level. Second and five. Again, the Panthers lead 7-0. <clears throat> Wash on a keeper. He gets hit from behind. The guy does not finish the job. Makes a guy miss 30. Down to about the 26 or 27-yard line. That was pure limb wash. Yeah, limb wash. As we say, he's got that wheelhouse. It's it's impressive. I mean, big old thighs. When he when he gets squared up, he's going to run you over if he gets a chance. Bay South made a couple of critical misses that gives limb first down yardage. Now it's a first and 10 from the 20, uh, just inside the 27 for the Panthers. They lead 7-0. They're on the move. Tim Wash is getting the play from the sidelines. 
Panthers haven't thrown the ball yet tonight. Give it to Edwards. Big hole up the middle. 15, 10, touchdown Panthers. Dylan Edwards, once again, once he gets in a little bit of traffic, it's like he finds another gear. You you can tell when he got to about the 15, he was going to find the end zone. Yeah, he kind of had kicked the Jets in, and uh, he kind of outrun people. That was just a nice play by the Panthers. You know, these lights are really cool. I mean, they're, they're strobing in different directions. We got the new turf down. That's kind of a dark green, light green, kind of the old Nebraska look. Yeah. Kick looks good, and it is. So with 159 left, Panthers take 14-0 lead. And, you know, these, these lights are brand new, and I got to complain. There's one or two out on, on the pole on the northeast side. And, uh, you know, you got to get that stuff fixed. These yeah. are new. Yeah, I'm look, I, I'm not sure they're out. I'm not sure they're not pointing down, but uh, it's hard to tell. You and I are getting old enough. We can't see that well. <laughs> no. Yeah. I guess I got to give them a pass. <laughs> But this, this, the new turf's nice. You know, I look down there in the uh, north end zone. You've got Derby spelled out. The south end zone, the Panthers. Go well, for years and years. This, this was an old Bermuda field. You know, I know those light, those, those letters were painted by hand for years. Yeah, they were, they were. But now they've got turf and they're permanent. So again, Fitzpatrick is back deep for Mays. And these guys, you know, you won't see any panic in these guys being down 14-0. I've, I've at least looked at, at some of their games, and, and they can put points up on the board. And they can put it up quickly. So you won't see, you won't see any panic on these guys, I'm pretty sure. About a pretty experienced unit, too. As we said, there's a lot of returning starters last year's team. Fitzpatrick is back deep. What win there is is with the Panthers right now. High and end over end. It's going to go bounce into the end zone. It hit at about the seven-yard line and took a straight bounce, which is odd for a football. Well, May South, the the return guy, I think when he looked up and he goes, hey, it's close to the sideline, he didn't even make an attempt for it. And then you're right, it bounced about the seven and just scurried right into the end zone. Well, Panthers are going to bring their defense out. Mays is going to bring their offense out for their third possession of the first quarter. It's 14-0 Derby. And like I said, you won't see any panic or game plan change for, for Mays South. They give it to Cantu. He gets to the outside. Nice nice one-on-one tackle out there. It looked like it was Lindsay. And uh, can too. He got to the outside. Panthers, I guess their LBs weren't containing on that. Well, play and, and anyway. you're seeing, you know, Coach Pfeiffer's kind of a straight-ahead guy. And last week we played against uh, Coach Guzman, who, you know, he throws the kitchen sink at you. Again, Cantu. He cuts back against the grain, and the pile gets pushed. So he's going to pick up a uh, yard, maybe two. It's going to be third and. Probably three from about the 27. Well, this is a May South team that last week threw the ball as much as they ran it. So far, we're seeing them. They've, they've tried a couple passes, but pretty much stayed on the ground. They'll loosen up when they get the wind behind them, I'm sure. Panthers lead 14-0. Third down and three. Shields is the quarterback. Back to pass. Just a quick pass to the outside. 
there's a flat penalty marker down. I don't know. It looks like he caught the well, ball. He caught the ball on the sideline, but the penalty marker's kind of right at where all the offensive line is, which usually is going to indicate a, a pretty good shot at holds. It looks like they're putting push and hold on Mays. Yeah, you when you see a flag laying right there and the quarterback's in a in a drop back pass, you got you know we're probably guilty. That's the, that's the best thing you can say. So the offensive lineman immediately started walking backwards. So it's going to be third down again, probably in 13 with 116 left. Again, this is third and very long for May South. Panthers look like they're going to probably play a little man-to-man. Panthers are packed tight in the box. Back to pass goes Shields. Caught. And it's going to be short of the first down by two or three yards. So, well, Panthers, they had everyone within about four yards of the football when it was snapped. It looked like we had a guy blitz and May South. Give them credit. They were able to hold us out. And uh, they were able to pick up pretty good yardage. There's a penalty no. marker in the middle of the field. <laughs> well, you're right. But, again, in that situation, no way you try and go for it. But it's back in that situation. You got to think it's going to go against May South. Well, I don't, I'm not real sure. Now you see the Panthers kind of walking backwards. We're going to see what it is. Holding on the defense. First down Mays on the holding penalty on the Panthers. So, well, no, I'm sorry. It's not. It's going to be third down. It's from the line of scrimmage. So they'll repeat third down. Now. Third and seven instead of third and third down. So Mays gets another shot at third down, so instead of third and 13, it's now third and seven. They're showing motion. Quick pass to the outside over the head of the intended receiver, but he was covered pretty well out there by uh, Corey Akins. Well, and it was just a really quick slant play. And, you know, if you pick it up, good for you. You're going to pick up first down yardage, but. It's bringing up a fourth down situation for May South again. They're going to be forced to punt into this wind. From really, uh, their punter is going to be standing on about his own ten yard line. Yeah, it, it's going to be. Panthers should get fairly good field position whether they field this ball or not, uh, unless it takes just a huge May South bounce. Well, as we said, if you're May South, you look up and the guys that you're kicking to, you don't really want to have to punt. Into their hands. Back deep is Edwards. It looks like Edwards and Liston are back deep. Now we had a we had a Panther that was trying to get on and off the field. Uh, I don't think, and they did. They reset the game clock, so so that's uh, obviously equipment or injury. Punt is high. At not a very good punt, but it's into the wind. It hits at about the 47 of Mays, and that's where it's going to be down. So Panthers have good field position to start their third possession of the first quarter. It's uh, 14-0 Panthers, and uh, so far the Panther defense has uh, you know, put Mays in probably some positions they don't want to be in. The first first and third possession, they were in third and long, and uh, you know that. You don't want to be in that position. Well, no, and it's all about making someone uncomfortable. And right now, the Panthers are making Mays South uncomfortable. But again, I, I go back to, you know, it's early in the ball game, and, and these guys know how to score. Mays, 
the yep. Mavericks, Mays South. Well, Der- Derby has scored fairly quickly on each possession. Pitch back to Edwards. He makes a guy miss. Almost looked like he was going to pass. He's made another guy miss. Makes us, you know what? He he made probably seven guys miss and and only lost a yard on that play. It looked like he was going to pass. Well, and it did at first, but Dylan went all over the field and he's kind of hobbling around. Hopefully, he just got a toe stepped on it or something. He's uh, hobbling around just a little bit, but man. You know, maybe he broke his own ankles moving like that because he was scattering all he over the field. He was sure making May South players miss. I don't know whether that was a play that was good or not. I thought the clock ran out, but the officials let the play go. The horn went off before the ball was snapped, but they let it go, and Derby picks up one or two. It's going to be third and long when we start the uh, second quarter. It's 14-0, Panthers. This is Panther football on KDKQ, Alive 105. Your exclusive home for Panther football on the radio. We'll be back. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby leads tonight's ball game. We're starting the second quarter, 14-0. They'll have third down and long on the Mays South 46-yard line, I believe. And the wind just kind of it dies at times and then just gusts. So it's right now, it's... Uh, Fairly calm. Panthers showing motion. A little bit of a shift on the play. Now Reed Liston comes in motion to the near side. Back to pass. Goes caught. First down at about the 32 by Reed Liston. Well, again, you had a couple of guys wide open, so nice job by the Panthers. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 is sponsored in part by these great local businesses. We will get to them at the end of this play. First and 10. And again, Edwards finds a bit of a crease and just gets hauled down after about a six-yard game. These businesses are Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, and the Derby Recreation Center. Second and three. Again, they give it to Edwards. He pops to the outside, puts Drops. the ball on the ground. It's picked up, it looks like, by a Mays player. It's still on the ground. Derby's got the ball still. After all of that, Edwards dropped the ball. It was bouncing around. It kind of came back in his hands. He drops it again, and it it, it looked like Mays South had the football, and then they fumbled. Yeah, it's going to be third down and about 14. Again, our sponsors, uh, the next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Alive 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, as we said last week, guys, 
thank these guys hey, with COVID and all the stuff that's going on in the world right now. A lot of small businesses are really hurting, and these guys are staying loyal. They're staying Panther fans, and you know they they help bring this broadcast. So so yes, absolutely, thank these guys. Third and thirteen from the May South thirty-six. So the Panthers dug in a little hole after that uh, fumble. Back to pass. Wash finds a hole, gets thirty. Inside the 30, it's going to be fourth down and probably five for the Panthers. And knowing Coach Clark, they're going to go for it. Well, once again, we had some receivers open. I don't know that Lim saw him, and, and you can't blame him. You look up and you see a big old hole open in the middle of the field. He just elected to tuck the ball and run. So it's third and about five. Panthers lead 14-0, 10-30 to go in the half. For the Panthers. You know, you got to think uh, you're in that situation where you maybe look at the, the run pass option and with guys like uh, Edwards and, and Wash, uh, maybe just a straight option. Yeah, if you're Mays, you can't make a mistake on your defensive side of the ball. Again, they give it to Edwards and he didn't go anywhere. I, I don't, I think that was probably a read play and uh, Dylan Edwards. it uh, probably, I think Wash would have been better holding on to the ball and, and running with it. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, May South makes the right read, and they uh, stop the Panthers. So that's, you know, that's the third time Panthers have had football. First two possessions we scored. Yeah, Mays is going to have it on their 28-yard line, so big break for for the Mavericks and kind of a bad break for the Panthers, but the defense is on the field, and uh, it's first and 10 from the 27. Mays will have the wind in this second period. They show motion. Cantu goes running a real wheel route, chasing the quarterback. He's pulling it down. He gets out of bounds. He picks up, oh, I'm going to say, three yards on first down. Now, give the Panthers secondary a ton of credit because you, you can see some slant rats being ran. Panthers picked them up very quickly and, and really left uh, Chills with nowhere to go. He picked up three on the play, and he it was wide open to the near side. And, uh, but like you said, the Panther D-backs must, must have been covering very well because he didn't even try to throw it. Again, Cantu in motion. Straight ahead goes the quarterback. He gets hit hard after he picks up a first down. Well, that was a designed run by Shields. I, I mean, he got the ball back and kind of ducked one shoulder and then just took off over right tackle and picks up the first down. Yeah, and they're putting Cantu in motion, so that pulls the corner with him. So that, you know, that makes the cornerback leave his spot, if you will. And uh, Shields just took advantage of that, picked up seven or eight. So it's first and ten. They give it to Cantu. He gets hit hard after picking up a couple of yards. One of the safeties come in, I think it was Knox, and just – Torpedoed him. Well, Tanner Knox, he's been back. I think this is his third ball game back from uh, being injured. Tanner's one of those guys that he's going to bring the wood every single time, and he does a good job on that play. Well, Cantu, evidently, he was there watching video because the last week Mays did that. As soon as he got the ball, he changed directions, and that's what Cantu's doing or trying to do. Again, they give it to Cantu, gets to the outside, and the Panthers dump him for about a two-yard, maybe a three-yard loss is going to be third down and ten for Mays from the 40. Well, nicely played by the Panthers on that. Hey, if you know anyone that listens to the game through Alexa, 
You know, tell them that tonight we, we had a slight, it's not permanent. It wasn't a breakup, but maybe tonight we're, we're, we're fighting a little bit. So you can still listen to us on tune in or go to our live uh, stream on our website. Back to pass. Panthers showing a little bit of pressure. Shields. It's in the ground incomplete. The referee's calling it incomplete. So, And, and the maze receiver keeps looking up like, no, nah, no, nah, I caught it. Well, in high school, we don't have instant replay, so no one's going to go to the booth for, to review it. I think the ball did hit the ground. Well, I know as soon as as soon as the, the, the play was over, the coach is in the box, so that hit the ground, and, and the official agreed with them. So it's going to be fourth down and 10 from the, from the Maverick 40. 14-0, Panthers lead, 8.32 left. Now they've decided to punt, and they're hustling out punt quickly so the Panthers can't get their punt team in position. And it's another one of those uh, soccer-style kicks. It's going to roll dead at about the 33 or 34-yard line, so that's where the Panthers will have it to start this possession. Well, I just got a text from Panther fans driving down Madison that said, hey, Brecken's watching the ball game and, and uh, saw the new lights in the new stadium. So, hey, Brecken, thanks for uh, listening to us tonight. Well, that ball rolled a whole lot farther than I thought it did. <laughs> it was, and you're right. It's a, it's a, he just rolls out hard like he's going to – if you give it to him, I'm going to run the football, and he soccer-style kicks it. The ball never got above about six yards high in the air, and, and uh, those kind of balls do take some uh, big bounces. Well, it took a funny bounce there. I, I thought it was stopped, and, and the maze guy just kept watching it. It kept rolling, and it got all the way down to the 32-yard line. First and 10 Panthers leading 14-0. Again, Wash gets to the outside, gets a nice block by Edwards. Picks up eight, maybe nine. Well, he might have picked up enough for a first down. He's going to be awful close to moving the sticks on that play. That's what you'd like to see Limbaugh do is get around the corner and then just bust one. And and they are. They're going to move the sticks on the play. But Limbaugh has got to be close to 100 yards already. We've got 755 left in the first half. He got a very good block by Dylan Edwards on the outside that time. I'm sure the Panthers are setting something up for later. Quick pass. Caught first down at about the base 45. That was Drake Thatcher on the catch. Well, good to see Thatcher's both of them in tonight's ball game and healthy. And that was just a nice little slant route. And Lim Wash just zipped the ball in there enough to move the chains again. Well, you'd hate to have the Thatcher grocery bill because both of those guys are 6'4, 6'5, about 200 pounds. I bet mom's got quite a grocery bill feeding those guys. To give it to Edwards, makes a guy miss at the line of scrimmage, then falls forward and picks up, oh, maybe a couple on first down. Now, Derby really hadn't gotten fancy at all tonight. I, everything's been you know, pretty straightforward. You haven't seen uh, some of the trick plays that Coach Clark loses it, or uses. It's just move the football down the field methodically. Second eight, Panthers lead the Mavericks 14-0. Again, Wash pitches it out to Edwards, cuts inside, makes the guy miss. Now goes to the outside. Going to be close to a first down. It'll be dependent on the spot. Yeah, Dylan that time just ducked one shoulder inside. May South bit on it, and he's able to hit the edge and uh, pick up nine yards. Well, I just got a, a text from, from an old rugby player. Uh, you and I both know him. I think it's Jan Stoolsocks. 
And uh, he told me, he says, yeah, we that's how we kicked when we played rugby. So he knows what kind of punt may Sal's using. Well, I'm glad you're listening, Jan. We haven't heard from you in a long time. Third down and one. Panthers lead 14-0. 6-12, 10 to go. Play clock's under five seconds. Panthers are either going to have to get the playoff or call timeout, one of the two. Yeah, they're yeah. going to get the delay penalty. And, you know, the back judge was, was watching the same thing you were watching. And, you know, that unfortunately is going to back us up five instead of being third and short. It's going to be right. third and about six. We should have called a timeout. I mean, we got three of them. And now we move it back five yards. So now it's third and six instead of uh, uh, third and one from the 41 of Mays. And this Panther offense, they, they've uh, shown the ability to, to, to make a quick hitter and score. Still 15 seconds left on the play clock, so there should be plenty of time. Panthers lead 14-0. Back a little bit of a pitch to Edwards. Gets to the outside. Going to be short of the first down by three or four yards, so that five-yard penalty really hurt us. That That would have been a first down had we... Just been third and one. Hey, no question, but it's going to be bring up fourth and about four or five. And you know, you're you're in four down territory. There's not even a question what's in Coach Clark's mind here. Well, Panthers get turned it over on fourth down last time they had the ball. Let's see if they can have a little more success this time. Back to pass is Wash, wide open, caught, fifteen. Reed listed inside the 15. Well, Reed, you know, I, I was sitting there, my hands are in the air going, find him, Lim, find him, because Reed Liston was as open as you can get on the play. Nicely delivered ball by Lim Wash to, uh, to Reed Liston. Yeah, that was certainly an anomaly last week when Reed dropped a couple passes. And, uh, so far tonight, he's been bulletproof. First and 10 Panthers from the 14. They lead 14-0. Edwards, he gets drop, hit and dropped for about a four-yard loss. Now, May South was in the backfield on the play. and I, I mean, as Dylan soon as Dylan had his hands on the football, he was dumped for the loss. Yeah, our, our uh, right tackle didn't handle his guy, and he just blew right by him. And uh, I guess our left tackle. And uh, he blew the, the guy made a good play and blew right by him and cost us four or five yards on first down so it's going to be second long inside the 20 about the 18 back to pass goes wash now he makes a guy miss at the 20 15 he gets run out of bounds at about the 12 so it's still going to be third and long panthers yeah, that's something Lim. This year he started ducking out of bounds. I, I've never seen Lim duck out of bounds you know I think we talked about that a game or two ago that Lim's that type of kid that you, you really need to square your shoulder pads up, pick up the extra three or four yards. Third and long for the Panthers, so uh, 4.38 left. The out-of-bounds stopped the clock, so Panthers really have two downs to go down here. They, you'd hate for them to turn it over without a score. They lead 14-0. Uh, you definitely got to get your red zone scores. Seven seconds to go on the play clock. Now it's down under five. Panthers need to hurry. Or call a timeout. And I'm with you. I mean, we've got three timeouts, and Did once we again, we're going to take a delay. Seriously? We've taken another delay of game penalty. 
yeah, I, I'm not sure on that one. I, you know, of course, it's easy to coach from up here in the booth, but you know, that's uh, you just can't understand why you take that's two delays on this uh, this drive. This drive. Alone. So now it's going to be third down and about 14. Still four down territory. Yeah, but it's just the longer four downs. <laughs> Pitch back to Edwards. He's getting a good block. Going to get in. There's going to be a penalty on the Panthers for for holding or blocking the back or something. Edwards got almost to the end zone, but you saw the guy just kind of flip the flag out. So it's going to be on the Panthers. Well, and it's flipped out. I mean, after Dylan had picked up some pretty good yardage, there's no question he was going to pick up first down yardage on the play. But now the uh, white hat and the line judgment or our judge are having to talk about uh, exactly what the call will be. We're getting ready to find out. Oh, face mask on Mays. Wow. I was going to say, I didn't know what the call was, but when I saw the Mays guys not moving and they were kind of standing there waiting, and uh, you, you thought, well, maybe we're going to get that call. But it's going to be first and goal. The ball's going to be laying Doyle. I mean, the nose of it is as close to the end zone as you can get. Well, the wide receiver, you know, it looked like he made a good block. Then the Mays guy kind of turned his back on him, and I thought that's what they were calling, but. Panthers got a big break. It's fourth or first down and goal at about the one-yard line with 425 left. In for the score goes Lim Wash. So Panthers now lead 20 to 0 with 410 to go. Well, was there any question? Lim Wash went up under center on the play, and you knew that all he had to do was get some drive behind those linemen, and he easily gets in for the score. Well, the Panthers got a break there. Uh with the penalty, but still, I, I think it would have been a first down just just on Dillon's run. Extra points up, and it's good, so the Panthers now lead 21-0. And I think you're, you're exactly right. I think that penalty amounted to about a one-yard penalty because Dillon would have picked up first down yardage. Well, again, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Alive 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Biddles Automotive, Derby Public Library, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, and DNM Mechanical Heating and Air. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. And I, Kevin, I echo everything you said the last time we talked about our sponsors uh, with the COVID and all. This this is great that we have these sponsors. So for sure, if you if you frequent their business, be sure and thank them and thank them for us because we we couldn't bring you these games without these loyal sponsors and and, and again thanks to mark and christopher for what they do for us uh, on a daily basis uh, helping bring these broadcasts to, to all the loyal derby panther fans 21 nothing panthers simmons kicking off high end over ends going to come down a little bit short going to come down at about the 16 to fitz fitzpatrick he gets run out of bounds at probably the 20 I believe inside the 25. We'll wait and see where the spot is. Uh, and again, if you're Coach Clark, you got to be so much more pleased about how your special teams are playing tonight uh, as opposed to last week. Uh, that was a big emphasis in practice this week, and uh, it, it seems to be working. It's senior night here. It's military night. It's homecoming night. It's, it's a big night 
for the Panthers, and let alone home, first home game. It's all in one night. First and ten for the Mavericks on the 25. Back on a little bit of a reverse to Cantu. He's out to the 40. He finally gets hit close to the midfield, so just, just a misdirection. The Panthers weren't ready for it. Yeah, it really wasn't anything super fancy. It looked almost like uh, what he did was reverse spin and hand the ball on a slant play, and, and uh, Cantu hits the edge and picks up big yardage. Yeah, he's all the way out to the 47-yard line, so he picked up 22 yards on first down. And again, they give it to him. This time he makes four or five guys miss. My goodness gracious. He, he made, he made, he broke some Panther ankles there. Uh, he, again, this is a, you know, you talk about blue collar running backs, blue collar football players. That's what this guy is. I mean, just a tough, hard nosed football player. He reminds me a lot of uh, Bishop Carroll's guy. You know, I mean, when you really look at it, I mean, just tough kids. Well, I know he made four Panthers miss that was within a couple yards of him, each one of them. Again, they give it to him on a cutback. He's running hard. He's going to get to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. There's a big pile up at the line. It looked like a rug, rugby scrum. Well, and again, you talk about running backs. You know, way, way, way back in the day, you young listeners won't understand this, but they used to have tires that were, were upright. You had to run through them. And if you didn't run hard enough, you got stopped. You got twisted. You had to fall to the ground to get out of them. This kid's legs never stopped. Third down and four. Panthers lead 21-0. Back to pass just to, at his block. Good job by the Panther. It looked like Luke Stewart. Now, Panthers, uh, they, they've really put more pressure on, on May South tonight by far than they did last week. And it's taken away. It's making May's unco- May South uncomfortable. It's going to be fourth down. you got to figure. I, I'm going to figure they're going to go for it. It's trailing 21-0 with 250 before the half. But this could also backfire on you. Well, and, and I, let's see what happens here because I just glanced over and I saw Shields kind of motion with his foot like he's yeah, kicking it. Quick kick. No Panthers back, and it's going to go out of bounds at about the 18. So the Panthers are going to have it on their own 18 with 248 and three timeouts left. And I get if I'm a coach, I'm going to look over. You know, you always told kids, I coached a lot of running backs. It's like, Guys, you don't line up and look where you're going. Don't do it. And that time, you look up, Shields glanced over at the coach, took his right foot, and kind of motioned it to him. And it's like, okay, I saw it. So, you know, you got to think some of the Panthers caught it as well. Well, yeah, if you catch it, the whole stadium should have caught it. <laughs> Panthers have it. They lead 21 nothing. 248 left. So plenty of time on the clock for them to put one more up before half. Again, Edwards. Breaks three, gets out in the open, 40, See ya. 50, one guy to beat, touchdown Panthers. There's no way they're going to catch Dylan Edwards. <laughs> and I got to admit, Doyle, you called the touchdown Panthers. Dylan Edwards was about the 30-yard line, but I'm with you. There is no question they weren't going to catch Dylan Edwards. So one play, and Dylan Edwards is gone. He went 82 yards. This kid, and he, and he made a nice cutback. He cut back into into the middle of the football field. Then it was just a foot race, and, and very, very few people are going to catch Dylan Edwards in a foot race. Well, he's got he's got good vision, Kevin. You're, you're an old running back, you know, and I'm an older one. And, you know, these kids anymore have such good vision when they get out in the open, and, and you know, he has good vision. A little bit of a high snap, and the ball it was, wasn't a good kick. 
uh, it, it was a low kick, and it looked like May South might have got their hands on it as well. And, you know, so Panthers misfire. That one will bother Coach Clark and Coach DeVore, as you always say, the all-important, and the Panthers didn't succeed on that play. Yeah, it's uh, 27-0 with 2.35 left, so the Panthers took 13 seconds to, to go 82 yards and take the lead 27-0. So, you know, that, that – uh, that was a great run. I mean, Edwards, he, nobody was going to touch him. I think when he hit the hit the Bay South 45, he was gone. He was Especially, gone. No, no question. I think I started laughing, and you called touchdown. You, you kind of knew what was going to happen. And Doyle, unlike uh, last night in the, in, the, in the New York Giants ball game where, where the quarterback broke open and it looked like no one was going to catch him, he just runs out of steam and falls. I didn't think that was going to happen to Dylan. What, what do they call them? Turf fairies? <laughs> I think the turf fairy tripped him last night. And uh, uh, oh, yeah, You feel for him. That play has been played hundreds of times today on on, on the sports networks. Yeah. And, we were and, we were sitting at lunch today, and I think we saw it 25 <laughs> times. So the poor guy, I mean. You know, well, quarterbacks aren't used to that. His teammates were even laughing at him. <laughs> But that didn't happen to Dylan. Panthers lead 27-0, 2.35 left. Uh, I still say Mays has got – it's a lot, lot of, lot of ball game left to play. Obviously, the Panthers need to keep their foot on their throat. Short kick, going to be taken at about the 20. And he gets out to about the 27. That's Jake – Johnson. Well, as we said, the wind's still blowing out of the north northeast at about seventeen. You can look at the flag now; it's it's pretty brisk. Well, it feels like now's at thirty-two degrees. Again, you don't go from eighty-seven degrees to thirty-two and and not be absolutely frozen. Well, Panthers' defense is back on the field. So far, they pitched a shutout. Well, it's got to be making Coach Wiedrich much happier than last week. First and 10, Mays from their own 28-yard line. Back to pass, just a quick pass screen out in the flat. Guy runs through the two Panthers that were taking care of business, and I'm going to guess that was uh, Case and Lindsay on the tackle because it looked like he souffled him. <laughs> you're, you're not kidding. It was a nice tackle by Kaysen out there. Cool. Tonight's online listeners, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, New York, New York, Chicago, Mission, Kansas, Fort Collins, Colorado, Dallas, Texas, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, St. Louis. Can two again. This time the Panthers stuff him. They're gonna he's gonna have about a one yard loss, maybe maybe just getting back to the line of scrimmage. So with 149 left, it's uh, third gonna be third down and about six from the 20 like 20 28 and a half yard no excuse me 33 and a half yard line. As we said, Derby Panthers have fans all over the country. And, you know, once a Panther, always a Panther is the slogan. And uh, we appreciate all, all of you. Third and about six for Mays. Back to pass. Oh, they give it to Cantu again on a – this time the Panthers sniffed that little misdirection out. He might have picked up a yard. Yeah, it, it's going to bring up a fourth down and, you know, a sure punting situation here for Mays South. Panthers took a timeout with 118 left. So it's going to be fourth and four, four and a half yards to go. So you got to suspect Mays is going to punt it. I, I can't imagine 
you know, I can't imagine trying it. And yeah, it looks like, oh, you, you, you know, you, you can be the, you know, again, this isn't coach Guzman. You're not the riverboat gambler. So, you know, in this situation, if you're May South, you really don't have a ton of options. And, and again, you got a rugby style punter. You, you know, he does have that option as he, if he wants to roll out that way and he thinks he could pick it up too. But, uh, boy, you, you really are gambling here if you, if you miss. You know, that's a hard word for me to say, rugby. I, I don't know why I have a hard time saying it. I think I think my lips are old. It just doesn't form right. <laughs> anyway, Panthers lead on this with 27-0. It appears they're going to get the ball back. And, it, yeah, it looks like Mays will punt. Panthers are sending their punt return team on the – and Mays is going to get – they have to let us substitute, I'm pretty sure. And the Panthers couldn't get their team run on in time. So I, I believe you have to let them substitute. So anyway, the Panthers did not have a problem. It looked like they could have had. And it's just a little pooch kick. Going to be fielded by Edwards, it looks like, at the 30 – and he gets out to about the 35, and it's going to probably be a, a late hit out of bounds, I'm thinking. You know, and, and we'll see. I, I agree with you. I, it looked like Dylan was kind of swung out of bounds, and the flag came flying in from the back judge on the play, and uh, that would be a big penalty against May South. Well, yeah, it, it moved the ball out to about the 50-yard line, if the, and, and the player, the Panther player, I believe, is still down. Well, that'd be it'd be Dylan Edwards. He's the he's the guy that returned the punt. Well, that was a traditional punt by May South, and, and the ball took a heck of a fast May South bounce because I don't think Dylan had any intention of picking it up, and it, it scooted back to him so fast that uh, you know why not? Well, he's yeah he's on a knee over there, and I'm pretty sure it is Dylan, but he got he. Oh, we're getting called for a block in the back. Well, and, and you know, I, I, I again, it's hard to see what, what they saw. I mean, you got to assume they're right, and it was Dylan Edwards, and he's back up. So, you know, hopefully he just had the wind knocked out of him. He was He's running off on his own. It sure looked like he got flung out of bounds. I mean, he was laying over on the green part of the turf, which goes white, black, and then green on the out-of-bounds side. So you just assumed that's what it was, but. You're right. The back judge threw it. He probably had the worst view of it of anybody, so he got something else. Doesn't matter. Panthers have it with 108 left. They lead 27-0 on their own 25-yard line. Hubbard is in for Edwards. Back to pass. Goes caught. It's like Liston. He's trying to get out of bounds, but he can't get out of bounds. They will stop the clock long enough to reset the chains with under a minute left. Well, that again, a good good pass from uh, Lim out there to Reed Liston. And, you know, Reed had a couple drops last week, uncharacteristically. And tonight, it's Reed Liston. He's got the hands back and uh, looking good. Well, he hadn't played three weeks or four. So back to pass again. Wash, he's got lots of time. Now he's dropping it, and he gets sacked. Yeah, he's going to give up big yardage on on that play. Panthers going to use a timeout, and again, there was really you got to credit May South defenders for covering up every Derby receiver. Yeah, yeah, but you know, at some point, he's either got to throw the ball or just take off and run with it. And uh, you know, he now Panthers, uh, you know, forty three seconds left here. 
you got a lot of field to work with here. And as we said, Coach Clark has a, a whole toy box full of, of plays that he can go to. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he's he's, uh, he's still on page one, first paragraph with all his plays. So, you know, he's, he's got about a 400-page playbook. So. Uh, and there's no question about it. You know, I mean, I coached with, in this system for a while. And, man, there's a ton of plays. And then he just adds twists to them every week. And, you know, you hear about something new. And about the time, even as an assistant, you, you go, man, I, I think I got this stuff figured out. You look up, you go, okay, Coach Clark just changed everything. So you know, it's hard to defend against. 43 seconds left. Panthers lead 27-0. It's now second down and about 20. After the sack, Statue of Liberty to Edwards makes two guys miss. 40, 45, gets out close to midfield. It's going to be third down at about five, maybe six. And I Panthers. think we still have one timeout left. The Panthers are going to try and go to a hurry up here. They probably called two plays during the timeout. There's 20 seconds left. They lead 27 0, third down. Straight up the middle goes Wash, makes a couple guys miss, first down. The clock will stop. He gets down to the 39 with 12 seconds left. So now they're winding the clock. Panthers got to go to the end zone with this one. Screen pass. And that's going to end the first half. Panthers are going to go in at halftime. Leading 27-0, Kevin, and you know this. This this is a much better Panther team playing tonight than what we saw last week. Uh, very few mistakes, you know, just guys hitting on. Seems like they're hitting on all cylinders. And you know, I had people, you know, say, "Man, you guys have dumped two games. You're done." And it's like, no, you you don't get it. I mean, last week's game, Panthers did not play as well as they could have. They had a couple of injuries that that really, you know, hampered us and. You know, it's like now it's a young team. We're we're just we're we're this close to being there, and you know, so far in this uh, first half of football, I, I think you got to like the performance. You got to like the defensive line has stepped up from what they did last week. The offense, you know, the running game. I think we're going to see some huge numbers when we get to the stats after a while. You know, the the running game has been firing, and then all of a sudden you get Thatcher's and Reed Liston and some of the guys back in the mix catching footballs. Well, I think that. Uh... Uh, again, I, I think the Panthers are playing much better uh, this week. And, you know, Mays, the Mavericks, they're, they're a pretty good football team. You know, they, they, uh, they ha- they, they, they're able to put points on the board. So I'm a little bit surprised that they haven't put a touchdown on the books tonight. But, you know, that's, that's fine. You know, it, it's just, that's just a testament maybe to how much better the Panther defense is playing this week, another week, full week of practice. So that makes a difference. And, from my perspective, this is what our second or third game back from COVID, and uh, you know, like you always say, you get better the second game. Wait, you know, so well, and, and you're right. I mean, uh, there's been several teams that have been affected by COVID, but you hit pause in the middle of the season, and I mean, you know, you, it is tough. And these other teams, some of the teams have, have not missed a game, so you do hit pause, you do slow down a little bit, but at this point. The Panthers are looking pretty good tonight. You know, I looked at the, I looked at our side of the bracket, the potential, you know, all all 16 teams on our side of the bracket. I looked at those today, and you know, Kevin, there's gave there's guys with seven games, and tonight's their eight. There's teams with three games, 
and tonight's their fourth. And, you know, it just goes up and down the ladder. I mean, it, it, it's just crazy. Uh, there's only, I think, in 6A, there's only probably, I'm going to guess, three teams, maybe four that have had a full season this year so far. And we're in our what, sixth game. Sixth game and first home game, which is crazy. You look up and you go, you know, we're in week eight. And we're playing our first home game. Yeah, and, and that's it's pretty nice up here tonight. I mean, we got heat, everything like that. We're getting to see these new lights and, and the field. And my goodness, it's it's quite a treat. And I'm sure the kids are a little bit jacked up about being at home. Well, and we said we're getting a new new press box, new stadium next year. Much needed. I, I can't even express how this stadium, as we walk up the sta- stadium stairs tonight, concrete stairs are falling apart. You can barely get the doors open. There's wet spots from a little bit of rain last night. It, it, it was time. It's it's due. And next year, you and I are going to have the luxury of taking an elevator up here. Yeah, I know. And we'll probably have somebody serving us drinks and everything else. But, you know, I, I heard our PA announcer, Steve Wilson, I heard him say, you know, when they, when they bulldoze this thing, I'm going to be up here watching. And, you know. I think I might be too. I, this, this has been here a long time, and uh, you know I, I might get a kick out of seeing them wrecking ball this thing. So it's it's uh, it's going to be a neat deal. Panthers lead this one, 27 to zero, which I think might be a surprise to some people, but I'm glad the Panthers are on the upside of that. Uh, this is Panther football on Live 105 KDKQ. Your home for Panther football. Your exclusive home for Panther football on radio. We'll be back. Biddle's Auto, located at 300 South Baltimore, is here for all your car needs. Offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddle's is always there. Biddle's Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddle's Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sport leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. 
Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther football. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of a live 105 and Derby Panther football. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 in Derby Panther football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium uh, where tonight Derby's playing for the first time in school history, at least in football. Uh, they're playing Mays South, the Mavericks, and right now they lead 27-0 in a game that, you know, I think we talked the whole first half that, you know, Mays South isn't going to change anything because they can put up points anytime, place. Oh, there's no question about that. You know, the first half's been dominated by the Panthers, and I think that's going to kind of play out when we get into the stats uh, for the first half. Noel, first downs, Panthers lead big tonight. 16 first downs, holding May South to eight here in the first half. Rushing yards big. We knew it was going to be Panthers. 25 attempts on the ground, 265 yards while holding May South, 19 touches for 82. You know, that, that's – and I know we're not – we're averaging 10 yards a carry, and that's pretty impressive. And, uh, you know, to have 265 yards of rushing in the first half, that, that is – Unbelievably good for the Panther offense. Panthers uh, five for five, uh, throwing the football 76 yards. May South four for 10 for 23. That's a huge stat when we thought coming in May South was going to throw the ball a lot. You're right. It is, it is huge because everything I've been able to find, which wasn't much, uh, they average anywhere from 180 to 250 yards passing every game. Well, total total yards in the first half. If you're Coach Clark, you got to love it. 341 total yards. May South just 105. So Coach Wietrich has to be pleased with that. Well, yeah, I, I think last year, our to- last week, our total yards for the game was 350, and uh, we've got 341 in the first half. So, yeah, Coach Wietrich's got to be pleased with his defense, and Coach Clark's got to be pleased with their offense. And you know, I'm sure they're going to go in and tweak it a little bit. Yeah, one of the other other stats that you got to look at is third down conversions. Panthers sit at fifty percent, four for eight. May South one for ten on third down. Wow. Yeah, that, that's that's a big stat too because you know you you watch a college or a pro game and they really emphasize that third down efficiency. And if you're Lim Wash, you can't do a whole lot better than uh, his passing in the first half. Five for five, seventy six yards on the receiving end. Read listen. 
having a nice uh, first half. Three catches for 55. Greg Thatcher, one for 13. And Trayvon Rose, one for eight yards. So, again, pretty good there. Running-wise, Dylan Edwards is having a heyday. 15 touches, 165 yards. His counterpart, Lem Wash, 10 touches for 113. So the, the duo on the backfield is doing a lot of damage tonight. Well, yeah, the first play of the game, Lem Wash goes 32 yards for a touchdown. So, you know, it, it, it's just carried away through through the whole first half, which is which is a good thing because, uh, you know, the Panthers, Panthers need to get this rolling going into next week's first round playoff game. Oh, no question. And again, the, the stat that matters the most we're at, at halftime. Panthers lead 27 to zero. Yeah, and, and, it, and it may be a surprise to a few people. And, and I mean, it's, it's actually a surprise to me that the defense has held them to no score. But, you know, I'm sure the Panthers are going to work on that at halftime and they're going to try to come out and put a put a good second half together. Uh, to make this a complete first, second half win for him tonight. Well, no question. You, you know, that's probably what Coach Clark's talking about. Whether you say, hey, keep the, keep the pedal down, whether you, whatever you terminology you want to use, you want to finish. Oh, yeah. You want to finish strong because, like I said, we're, we're into the, we're into the playoff season. I mean, it's next week. It's as long as you keep winning, you keep playing. If you lose, you you check your equipment in the next day. And, uh, you know, this, this is when you want to peak. You want to peak about this time of the season and, and so far tonight, Kevin, I, I don't know what you think, but I, I think we're seeing one of our better defensive efforts we've had this year. Well, there's no doubt. And, I, and again, at practice this week, that was one of the things they talked about is either you're going to step up. We're in that part of the season. Either you're going to step up or we're going to start looking at moving some guys around or doing something. Yeah, well, the Panthers have definitely, so far in the first two quarters, have definitely stepped up and they are absolutely on a roll right now. And, and I'm sure the coaches are going to get them going and, hopefully keep them going in the second half. And from my perspective, uh, you know, we're going to get the ball first to start the second half. So, you know, we need to get after it. There's about 11 minutes to go before the start of the, of the second half of the ball game. Panthers lead 27-0. This is Panther football. On a live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM, your, your exclusive home for Panther football on the radio. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive105kdkq.com. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788 three. 701 Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start. Don't worry, Granny Cleanus. 
We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Moonie Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. Making plans for the special day? Pause Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Pause Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Pause Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Since 1985, DMV Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services that DMV Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. DMV Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium. We're probably uh, just right around eight minutes away from the start of the second half, and that would be uh, just under five minutes to go until the end of the half and then the th- obligatory three-minute warm-up period. Neither team is on the field uh, at this point, but they'll be, the referees will be bringing them out here pretty soon, and uh, uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how they come out and how the second half goes. Well, and as we said, tonight's homecoming, so festivities last a little bit longer on homecoming night. The band is kind of exiting the field. I did not pick up who the homecoming queen was, but I know we had some beautiful young ladies out there in their uh, formal attire, and uh, it's a big night. It's a big night for all of uh, high school football, but particularly uh, all the things and uh, that going on here tonight and, and the first home game of the season. Well, I saw a couple of those young ladies come in through the pass gate, and uh, I am sure they were glad the ceremony was over because <laughs> they they had very nice formal attire, like you said, but they were cold. They looked cold, and uh, you know, so I'm sure they were glad when the when the ceremony was over. Well, Kansas is one of those few places around the world, I think, that you can literally be in shorts and, and hot and sweaty yesterday. And, and it was, again, it was 87 degrees. And you come out here and it's 32 degrees. It, it is cold. I got up this morning and went to the DRC to do my exercises on the way. It was, uh, it felt like 27 degrees. You know, obviously with the wind chill, that's 27. And man, it uh, it was cold. Like you said, it was eighty high eighties yesterday, and less than twelve hours later, it's it's below thirty. Where the feels like below thirty. So that's and I think I think the weekend's not supposed to be good. By Monday, they're talking snow. 
Oh, well, yeah, probably probably Wednesday they'll probably be talking short by there again. You know, so who who knows? We just you know we live in Kansas for a reason because we like it, and the weather just comes with it. Well, let's give you a rundown on activity or action from last week, and uh, also uh, what's going on tonight in the Art Valley Chisholm Trail Division One. As as you know, Mays defeated your Panthers 36-35 in a real squeaker and a and kind of a heartbreaker last week. And uh, you know it, it was it was a tough game, but you know the kids played hard, and uh, you know that's just things just didn't quite go their way. Over at uh, in Hutchinson, the Salt Hawks beat Campus 42 to 28. So Campus is still only one win. And so that's going to put them down at the bottom of the, you know, bottom of the 16 on, on the west side of the bracket. Newton finally got a win this year. They they beat Salina South 42-41. So both of them have one win. And Mays South last week defeated, and I believe Hayes was undefeated at the time. They beat them 21-20. It was kind of, I'm going to tell a little story about this. It was 21-20, and I went to the website to see if I could get any stats. And the website said it was a tie, so I went to another website, and it was a tie, but I finally got confirmation that uh, it was 21-20, not 21-21. So anyway, May South won. They, they went to 4-2. and two. Games on schedule tonight, uh, obviously Panthers 3-2. and two, uh, They're hosting uh, May South, who's at 4-2. and two. Other action, Mays, they're at Hutchinson. Mays is 7-0, and oh, and Hutchinson is 6-1. And that sh- may or may not be a good game. It, it's, it's hard to say. <laughs> Excuse me. Campus, they're one and four. They're at Newton, who's one and six. See, there, there's your parity. Campus has five games. Newton has seven. So, you know, we're seeing that all up and down the brackets. Salina Central, they're at Salina South. So this is the big, big game there for Salina. And, uh, Central's one and six, South is one and five, so but that's you can throw records away for that one. That'll be a hard fought football game. So those that's what happened last week and what's going on tonight in Art Valley Chisholm Trail Division One. Uh, you know, Kevin, we've we've talked a little bit about uh playoffs for next week and and uh you know with, with the playoffs comes a new set of rules because of COVID. And uh, you know, last year it was just you know, your point total, your wins and losses, and mostly it's probably wins and losses and points, and it was easy to see. But this this year we've got a whole lot of other stuff going on because some teams only have four games, some teams only have six, some will have eight. So there's a whole lot of different rules, and I just happen to have those. And, and you're right. I mean, they COVID this year is going to be, I don't care where you look, there's going to be a big asterisk beside it because it, it, it is a weird deal because some of the teams haven't played as much. I, I think some of the rules, and you graciously found those today, I, I think one of the big ones, and I've had a bunch of people ask, they go, what stops a team from not wanting to go play a derby or a maze? And then they just say, you know what, we're just not going to play. And, and the rule is that if you forfeit a game, if you're not in COVID protocol and you just decide I'm not going to go play, it, it forfeiting a game eliminates you from the playoff con- situation. So that that's a, a big one. Yeah, it, it, if, again, it, and it, I don't know what they'll do when you're in the playoffs, but uh, if you just decide, well, we're just not going to play because we're going to lose anyway, you know, then you're done. You're, you don't get to go to the playoffs. Your season is over effectively after the eighth game of the year. As far as, uh, you know, the other, some of the other things they're going to use, the number one criteria 
is win-loss percentage of, of all the games you played, whether you played five games or eight games, but it's win-loss percentage. Well, and, and just what we were talking about, what Keisha said is, hey, if you cancel because of COVID, they need proof that it was COVID. And, and if it is, then Keisha reviews it. And if it is, it's, a, it's deemed a no contest. So you're not penalized for it. So I've had a lot of teams go, well, you know, Derby's going to get this horrible seed because they missed two ball games. That's that's simply not the case. No, it, it's not even close to the case. And, and you know, you got the points uh, – you know, point totals and, and, and all that business. So so there's there's five, maybe six uh, point bullet points to decide about the postseason. But I, I think I think probably the top three, maybe the top four are the big ones. Uh, they they even draw by lot and, and the case you will draw in case there's in case the top three are tied, they'll they'll draw by lot. Case you will do that drawing and you know it's uh it's going to be. It's not going to be quite as cut and dried as it was last year, this year, because of, because of COVID. And you know, every every school has went through COVID, and you know, it's it just it's just part of 2020. Well, it, it is, and you got to go with what what you are. And you know, I, I know I talk to a lot of people about this, and, and, and people say, you know, God, COVID's got me down. This has got me down. It's been a depressing 2020, and it's like, hey guys, we got to pick our heads up. We got to live with what we have, and you know, people in general are, are are good. I mean, they they adapt, and you know, I've I've told people so many times that you know, man's greatest ability is is the ability to change and adapt, and that's what the high school system's doing right now is changing and adapting. And thank goodness that we're all out here playing football, and we, you know, I, I think Casey, everybody in the world wants people to stay healthy. They want you to wear your mask. They want you to do things, but you don't just shut down life. Yeah, you, you can't. And uh, these kids, you know, they want this too. The kids want it. it it's it's part of you know. Twenty years from now, you know, they can say, "Yeah, we were part of that 2020 season." Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how I'm going to celebrate the 2020 season. I'm not going to count my birthday. <laughs> I mean, that that's crazy. So you're 26 again. Yep, I'm now 26 again because you know 2020 has just been a different different season for us and. Uh, you know, just and like you said, just just being out here tonight playing is a big deal, and and I know I'm thankful. <laughs> and no doubt, fans aren't quite as big. There's lots of different rules and all, but we're here. The kids are getting to play. That's a big deal. And right now, the big deal is we're out of halftime and we're ready to to start a second half with the Panthers getting the football here. And uh, if you're May South, you better have made some big adjustments. Yeah, it's 27-0. Panthers will get it to start the second half. Liston and Edwards are back deep. Liston near side, Edwards far side. And uh, kicking off is Sam Parks for the Mavericks. And you just kind of wonder, is he going to kick deep to those two guys? I, I, I just don't think so. Oh, and he does. He boots that sucker way back to Liston, who gets it on about the four-yard line. 15-20. 25, 30, 35, 40. He gets run out of bounds finally at the 45 of May South. I'm looking for flags. No flags. So Panthers I see have no flags on the field. That kick drove Liston back pretty well. Listen, old baseball player. He, he just did the center field catch and, and turned and got to the far sideline. And uh, Panthers are going to start this drive in great field position. Well, yeah, there were some good blocks uh, at the point of attack for. For uh, Reed, and uh, he just 
he just took advantage and got all the way down to the 44-yard line of May South. So Panthers have excellent field position. Let's see how they handle that. Yeah, we got Dylan. Two, two guys in Lim Wash and Dylan Edwards that are well over 100 yards in the first half. First of 10 Panthers. Straight run by Wash, and he gets down to about the 40, 35-yard line. Picked up eight or nine on first down. Well, I'm going to go back to the way the ball game started. and Everything worked. The Panthers forced a three and out, and they get on the first play. They score. And, you know, at halftime, you make the adjustments, and they, right now the adjustments, Panthers are, are executing very well. Second short for Derby. They give it to Edwards. He gets a first down and more. Gets down close to the 25, so it's going to be first and 10 from there. And you do. You go in at halftime. You make all kinds of adjustments. What what you and I have talked about before, sometimes, you know, you're just outmanned. You're, you're not able to make the adjustment you need. And right now the Panthers are outmanning May South. Panthers in a hurry-up mode. They jumped right away, but Lem's now looking at the sidelines for a play. Got two coaches signaling in. One's a dummy and one's got the play. Wash, big hole, cuts back to the inside, gets inside the 15, and just pulls his way down to about the 10-yard line. That's the limb wash I love to watch. He's just lethal with the football in his hands, and he made a couple of nice cuts. He was running with authority on the play. Probably on about the 10-and-a-half-yard line. Panthers will have it first down and 10. They can get a first down without getting a touchdown. Edwards, touchdown, Panthers. Well, yeah, nothing fancy. Edwards off tackle. He just goes in untouched for the touchdown. And you, you want to start the second half that way. Yeah, that was a oh, that was a minute and 32-second drive by the Panthers. A nice kick return by Reed Liston. Gets them out to the, about the base 44, 45-yard line. And three plays later, Panthers in the end zone. Extra point by Simmons to follow. 33-0 now. Kick is up, and it's good. So it's now 34-0 with just a minute, 32 seconds gone in the third quarter. Panthers have upped their lead. Well, as we said, big night for the Panthers. These kids, the seniors, I mean, this means the world to them. They know, you know, that it's their their home game. I mean, you know, they, there's not a lot of games left no matter where you finish. And then you, you throw in homecoming, you throw in the military night, you throw in everything you can throw in. And, you know, the Panthers needed to come out and, and make some statements. So far, they've done just that. Well, I, I don't know how the Panthers are going to end up in the postseason, but the way I see it, they won't be seated any higher than third. And uh, that's going to depend on what uh, Wichita East does tonight. And but if they if the Panthers win tonight, they should be seated no lower than four, and uh, that'll give them a home game or two to start the postseason. And we said you, you get into the postseason, anything can happen. Everyone makes that playoff situation, but you know you go by seeds. So Panthers should for sure have a home field advantage uh, in week one of the playoffs. Simmons is now kicking off for the Panthers. Fitzpatrick deep. Fields it at about the 16. Cuts the other way. Panthers kind of have him sealed in at about the 25 or 26-yard line. So pretty good coverage on the short kick by the Panthers. 
and, and the Panthers again, the, the special teams are playing so much better. You, you kind of look back, and, and there was four or five guys in on the tackle. Where, well, I, I'm telling you, Doyle, the hits tonight have been far and above what we've seen this year. Well, they, they give him uh, credit for getting out to the 29-yard line, so it's going to be uh, first and 10 from there. Panthers lead this with 34-0, 10-21 to go in the third. But you got to see, you got to see what Coach Pfeiffer has changed offensively to combat what the Panthers' defense has done so far. But still, Cantu and Shields in the backfield. I think we might see a little bit more of an open passing game. Is and starting off right off with a pass, he hits Cantu out in the flat. Panthers sniffed that out and cost him about two yards. Well, Cantu's the dump-off guy on the play. I mean, Schultz looking downfield for a receiver, and if no one else is open out in the flats, you've got Cantu. He hits him out there, and Panthers end up throwing him for about a two-yard loss. Looked like Searing, the initial hit on that. He had some help by the, by the cornerback, Akins. And it's a very young Panther secondary. So pretty good start for the Panther defense. It's going to be second and 12. Motion goes Fitzpatrick back to pass. Just a quick pass over the top to Fitzpatrick. Good coverage by the Panthers. I can't tell where the ball was. Well, the ball was out. out. And, and, you know, the Panthers had great coverage on the play. Nearly a phenomenal catch out there by Fitzpatrick. And, you know, the, the Panthers, you, you got to turn at some point, but the ball was thrown and it was out of bounds and incomplete. It's going to be third and 12 now. That was great coverage by our corner. Now Mays is in an obvious passing situation, and it looks like their formation is going to dictate that. Back to pass, goes Shields. Got a man wide open, and it's dropped. It was Cantu, I think. No, it wasn't Cantu, but it was uh, Skylar Snow, and he just dropped it. Well, and he did. He had a step on the Panther secondary. And, you know, you looked up, and the ball was delivered very well. I mean, it really was. I mean, you, you got to call it what it is. The, the May South guy dropped the ball. There is a penalty flag on the field as well. We'll see what the penalty is. I. That's kind of in that secondary place where you hope that we didn't get caught for holding someone, and I, I, they, it looks like they may have just picked up the uh, the penalty holding against the Panthers. So, and that's that's what you kind of fear when it's in that area that you know maybe we held on to one of their receivers. Well, that's going to get them third down and two. So instead of having to punt to the Panthers, a penalty has kept kept them alive. It's kept this drive alive. Derby leads thirty four zero. So now they can run or pass. Well, you got to look at Mr. Cantu probably here. Yep, big hole, first down, outside the 40 to about 42. So a holding penalty keeps the drive alive for the Mavericks. Well, I don't know. You know, there's been a couple of times Cantu's been caught in the backfield or, or, or caught on the little dump pass. But short of that, he's get positive yardage. First to 10 from the 42. Back to pass again, goes Shields. It's caught, hit immediately, still picked up six or seven yards. Looked like Lindsay on the coverage. Well, we closed pretty quickly uh, on the play. Well, that was just, you know, the guy just sat down in an open area of the field, and uh, Shields had enough time to 
flipped the ball to him. It was a little bit high, but he made a good play on it. They give it to Cantu on a counter. He gets to the outside. He's run out of bounds. Well, Cantu's one of those guys, you know, you, you, he would find a, a spot to play on about any football team. And if you don't put him at running back, you're going to put him at a linebacker or somewhere. Kid's a tough, hard-nosed football player. He's hitting the cutback lanes, and the Panthers are not in those lanes right now. He's had pretty good success. Again, straight ahead. This time, the Panthers bottle him up. They're going to give him no gain. It's going to be second 10 for the Panther 45 with 821 to go. Uh, Panthers, lead Panthers had about five white helmets on that play. Mr. Cantu was holding them up and, and, and driving the legs, and uh, you know he didn't give up. Yeah, he's uh, 5'8", 175. He's, he's built like a he's, – he's built pretty good. Second and 10. Again, they give it to Cantu. This time he gets hit and dropped for a yard or two loss. Good job by the safety. It looks like Tanner Knox. Well, Tanner Knox is one of those guys. He's, he's played safety since he was a sophomore. He, and he, he missed several games to start the season with an ankle injury. And Tanner Knox is just one of those safeties that he, he's going to bring in every play. Well, he sure stopped him. And, and that was kind of a, you know, that was kind of a replay by Shields. He put, held it in his breadbasket for a long time before he let him have it. And Panthers played that pretty well, Knox especially. He comes flying up like a small missile. And uh, well, Tanner looks good now, too. You don't see any hobble to him at all. Back to pass. The screen pass. Middle screen. First down. Inside the 30. Well, you, you know those are those screen plays when you look up and you see that many defensive linemen breathing down the quarterback's neck. You got to assume, hey, they're setting up the, the middle screen. And Bay South ran that one uh, very well. Panthers just didn't defend it uh, the way that Coach Wietrich would like. First down inside the Panther 30 after that nice third down and long. Back to pass again. Shields got a man in the end zone. Good play by the defense. He turned around just in time to bat the ball away. He absolutely did because I was looking thinking, man, turn around, turn around. You're running step by step. And at the last second, we turned around and knocked the ball to the ground. So good play by the Panther secondary. I think that was... Clemens over there on the coverage. I think these numbers on these new jerseys, they might be, look nice, but they're hard Second to read. Them. Down and 10 for the Mavericks. Second 10, Panthers lead 34-0, 6.30 to go. Quick pass to the outside, wide receiver. He's going to get down close to the 20, so it's going to be third and short. Yeah, it wasn't a fancy two. pass play at all. And You know, what, what you got to like is he picked up a couple of key blocks uh, after he caught the football from a wide receiver. Just short of the 20, so it's going to be third down and one and obviously four, four down territory for Mays regardless. Well, first time Mays South really uh, threat. Straight up the middle goes Cantu, first down Mays South. I guarantee you Mr. Cantu is going to come out of Tonight's ball game, he's going to be bruised up and battered because Panthers, have, uh, as hard a runner as he is, Panthers haven't let up on him. Yeah, Mays didn't do anything like this all the whole first half. In their first possession of the second half, they're just 
very methodically running the ball to the south end zone. As we said, you make adjustments at halftime, and, and at this point, May South has uh, made a few adjustments. Panthers lead right now 34-0, 5.30 left in the third quarter. Bays has it first and 10 from about the 18. Quick pass, and then on a run goes Shields. Panthers driving back, but he's still going to get two or three yards. And these are these are those cases that you know it's okay to bend a little bit. You just don't want to break. And you know this is uh, this drive has uh, been a nice drive by May South. They've uh, mixed a little bit of pass and run in to uh, get down inside the Panther territory. They're on the 16 yard line. Picked up two on first down. So it's going to be second down and eight. Ball resting on the 16 yard line of the Panthers. Cantu straight up the middle. He picks up, I don't know, he gets inside the 15. I don't know where they're going to mark it. He picked up a couple. It's going to be third down and, I'm going to say third down and five or six. Now, this, again, this is, this is that opportunity the Panthers need to, to, to bow their necks a little bit and uh, keep them out of the end zone. Panthers lead this one 34-0 at this point. 425 left in the third. Third quarter's gone by pretty fast. Back to pass. Oh, nice. Batted down. Nice job by the deep. I believe it was Luke Stewart. Well, Luke Stewart jumped up and put a big paw on the football and knocked it down immediately. So now, as we said, you got a fourth down situation coming up. Hey, May South can pick up a first down. Well, I think they're, it looks like they're bringing on their field goal unit. That's exactly what it looks like. But you got to be, you got to be ready for a fake field goal. I mean, they are down 34 points. So you got to, got to be ready. And it's Sam Parks. It's up. It looks good. And he drove it home. About a 31-yard field goal, and he could have made it from 41. Uh, and, again, if you're the Panther defense, I, I think you did. You bent. You didn't really break. You kept him out of the end zone. So Panther defense has, has played a pretty darn good football game to this point. Yeah, I, I would say that was a win for the defense. Uh, you know, at this level, that, that, that was a win because, you know, they, they certainly didn't have enough confidence based south in their offense to go for it on fourth down and six. Well, third down, Luke Stewart comes up with a big block. I, Doyle, that's a couple times tonight that we've batted balls down uh, against them. Four minutes and 12 seconds remaining in the Back deep is Edwards. Edwards enlisted. So you got, again, after the return back to the May South 45, you just kind of wonder, is he going to try to – kick it deep or pooch it or just scoot it along the ground. You kind of wonder if they're going to kick. Yeah, and I, I'm sure part of the plan is keep it out of uh, Dylan Edwards' hands for sure. It's going to be a pooch kick, yeah, right? 30, 35, 40, still on his feet, out just short of the Panther 45-yard line, so nice return on the pooch kick. I, I can't tell. It might have been Luke Stewart again. He's he's got he's got more kick returns this year. I think Tanner than, Knox uh, had the football. Huh? I think it was Tanner Knox that returned the football. Tanner's another one of those guys that you know give me the football in my hands. And I know Coach Clark told us that last year. He goes, you know, Tanner Knox is a phenomenal safety. But if we wanted to play him at receiver or on the offensive side of the football, he'd be he'd be an all stater on either side. Well, 
Panthers are going to have it, so they, they didn't get very much of an advantage by Pooch kicking it. Wash on a keeper, gets to the outside, 50, 45, 40, gets pushed out at about, no, inside the 40. No, he stepped out at the 45. <laughs> and again, you know, you pick up first down yardage, first time you touch the football, that's what you do. You answer back. And you're exactly right. May South by pooching the kick, and, and uh, Knox picks up some extra yardage. They really didn't do themselves any favors. Going to be first and 10 for the May South 45 for the Panthers. And Edwards, he gets hit right at the line of scrimmage, and he's going to get no no gain, but he took a hard hit. Yeah, and you're right. Every, when they read, when May South reads right, they read right. And uh, that time uh, they met Dylan uh, in the backfield. He lost a half a yard. So it's going to be second along 10. Second down 11 for the Panthers. Wash and Edwards are in the backfield. Trips to the far side. Single wide out near side for the Panthers. Again, Wash cuts up the middle. First down. 30, 35, 20. Touchdown, Panthers. Well, and that was, again, it was an option play. Lim Wash kept the football. He kind of acted like he was going to pitch it out to Edwards and then ducked inside. He made the right read, and then it was just a foot race to the end zone. Yeah, he did make the right read because there was a bit of an alley, and once he got Inside the 40-yard line, it, it was just going to be a foot race, and uh, Lim will win most of those. No question about it. So Panthers answer back quickly after the May South uh, field goal. So 3:15 left, extra point attempt. Panthers lead 40 to three. Everything looked good, and the kick is good. So with 3:15 left, Panthers extend their lead to 41 to three, and uh, you know it, it's. They just need to keep it going. They, they need to keep the momentum going. And no doubt. And again, Panther fans, remember that you can listen to tonight's ball, ball game in its entirety by podcast. Uh, anytime after 11 o'clock tonight, uh, check your favorite uh, podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to uh, listen to the ball game. And Joel, I know uh, I, I hear a lot of parents tell me that they love listening to the ball game on Saturday, that them and their son will sit down and listen to, to, to the ball game because they were at the at the actual ball game. And they like to hear what's going on. So listen uh, to the ball game uh, in its entirety. Well, yeah, you've got several opportunities. I mean, there there's uh, you can listen just about any time. And uh, uh, KDKQ does a great job of putting that out on the air so you can do it. I, I, I don't want to rag rag too much on prior radio stations we've had, but they always said they would, but there always seemed to be a problem. These, these guys uh, kind of put it out there for you to listen to, and it, it's a great asset. Simmons is kicking off. Fitch, Fitzpatrick is deep. High end over end, relatively short. Bounces up, Fitzpatrick gets it and gets hit immediately. And Panthers now, covered that very well. Yeah, well, you're right. It was a high kick and it took a bounce. You could tell Fitzpatrick the minute it did, he's like, uh oh. And and he caught the ball and then turned his back on on a very aggressive kicking team for the Panthers. And you know, that's never gonna turn out well. I, I don't care what level you're at, you tell kids. Hey, if you blow a play, if you do something, turn around and do something. Don't just stand there because you're going to get clobbered. Well, I know that uh, we've seen that uh-oh look from receivers a lot of times in the past because uh, Coach Clark is a 
big special teams guy. He wants his special teams to get A's every week. So far tonight, they're playing pretty well. Shields, Cantu, they give it to Cantu. Nope. And he's going to get hit, and maybe he gets a yard on first down, maybe two. We'll wait on the spot. But if you're if you're May South, you got to come up with some big plays quickly. I mean, you you don't have a lot of choice here when you're trailing forty-one to three. Second down and eight. Second eight after two-yard gain on first down. I, I think we'll see the ball in the air this time. Back to pass goes Shields. Got a man. And pretty good coverage by Atkins, but the ball was just a little bit high and out of the out of uh, Jake Johnson's reach. And there really wasn't anything fancy about the play. I mean, just a go route. You know, you just got to throw the ball up, and, and Akins was running step for step with the receiver. Well, and, and Shields was looking at, at uh, the receiver the Johnson entire time. the entire time, so that might have helped that might have helped Atkins covering. Akins, excuse me. That that might have helped him in his coverage. As he looked at him as soon as he got the ball. Third and long. Back to pass goes Shields. Got time. Got a man. Oh, and he just dropped the football. It was Johnson again, and he dropped the football. He was wide open. Don't know if he'd have made a first down. Yeah, he'd have been close, and, and, and again, I think you hear footsteps, and, and he, you just got to hang on to the football, but uh, that time the Panthers come up big, it's going to be a fourth down and very long situation for May South. On comes the punt team. Panthers rush well, They, they have to sprint team. on because May South sprints on. They try and catch you off guard. That ball's going to hit. Take a big May South bounce. Huge May South it bounce. It gets down all the way into the 28-yard line. And, and I got tickled a little bit at uh, Dylan Edwards. He kind of reached down and acted like he was going to pick it up. But he knew better on that one. Well, and again, what May South does is they just try and do a really hurry up punt team situation. Panthers were sprinting on the field. May South sprinted on the field. And, uh, what looked like it wasn't going to be a great punt because it was very low. It took a great May South bounce. But you know those those soccer style or whatever they call those, where they run a little bit, kick it. That's that's what how they're designed. That's a rugby name. Yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> so I, I, Panthers have it first and ten on their own 28, 28 yard line. They lead forty one three with two fifteen left in the third quarter. So very comfortable lead, but you know the Panthers they have to keep it going. Wash. He could still pitch it, but he chooses to hang on to it, picks up five yards on first down. Well, you're in that situation. You know, Coach Clark has a, has a big statement that's win the day. And, you know, and, and you could you break that down, it's win the play. It's, it's everything. So you, you've got to come out every day ready to, to succeed. That was a nice play by Wash. He could have pitched it right up to the end, but I think he made the right choice by cutting it up, picking up four or five on first down. Second, five and a half, six yards to go. For the Panthers. Give it to Edwards. Breaks a big hole. Makes one, two, three guys. He's inside the 40, 35, 30. Still on his feet. Finally gets knocked down at about the 
13-yard line goes Dylan Edwards. Well, Dylan Edwards made a couple of nice cuts on the play. I, I think you saw Dylan starting to run out of steam. Dylan's already – I mean, Dylan's got to be up over 200 yards uh, rushing tonight. Just a nice read by Dylan, nice cut. Panthers are uh, in the red zone again. My gosh, Kevin, he's only a sophomore. I mean – we got to hang around a couple more years, oh, don't we? No question. <laughs> I mean, Dylan Edwards is just fun to watch. First and 10 from about the 13-yard line. Quick pass, wide open, caught. looked like Drake Thatcher. Well, you got to like the, touchdown. The, the composure. I mean, seeing uh, Lim hit Thatcher, Thatcher gets hit at about the four-yard line. He's able to square up and get in the end zone. Well, he's a big target. I mean, he and his brother both, they're, they're pretty big targets. One six five, one six four, I believe. And like I told you earlier, I'd hate to have their grocery bill. Well, they're juniors. They're yeah. going to be back another year. Yeah, maybe they'll grow a couple more inches. <laughs> Extra point attempt is up, and it is dead center. And the Panthers now lead 48-3 to with 104 to go here in the third quarter. Well, you know, you know, Panthers are, are – they are. They're playing a good ball game tonight. This is this is a May South team that's no patsy. I mean, they really aren't. This is a pretty decent May South team, and Panthers just came out with on a mission tonight. You know, and, and I know you can't – you can, but it doesn't do you any good to compare like opponents. And, you know, May South hung with May. In fact, they were winning – up till about 30 seconds to go in the ball game. And, uh, you know, you just, you just, I didn't see this. I didn't see this score at all. I mean, third quarter, 48 to three. No, I, I couldn't, I couldn't see it. And, and I don't know that I saw 48 three, but I, you know, I told several people today, I, you know, they said, how's Derby going to do? It ought to be a heck of a ball game. And I said, you know what? I really think that the kids with all that's going on tonight and homecoming and, and what happened last week against Mays that, I, I, I knew the coaches coached them up during the week, and I just thought we were going to see a di different Derby team. Well, you know, again, uh, I'm going to go back to what I, what my philosophy is. You know, now they've had two weeks of practice, and and that helps. You know, so you know, next week they'll have another whole week. Of well, we're pretty healthy. I mean, we got some and guys are, back, not just from COVID, but we got some guys back, and that's a that's a big deal this time of year. And you're right, we are healthy. High end over end, going to hit at about the 15. Fitzpatrick catches it, and he kind of just stumbles forward and gets out close to about the 25. That's where they'll take over first and 10. Uh, the wind, you know, as I said, it's been now it's kind of flat. It's, it's been one of those that they, when the gusts come, they come pretty stiff. But at times, uh, the, the old flag just lays lays flat. Yeah, that's a big old flag though. That, that that's bigger than they've ever had that I've ever noticed here. Uh, that, that's a big American flag, and it's beautiful. Absolutely. First and 10, Mays, they trail by 45. First and 10 from the 22. And they go straight up the middle, Cantu, and he just barely gets tripped up, or he's going to have a pretty good sized game. Yeah, he nearly broke that. I think we're in a running clock situation, I think. I'm, I'm going to wait. And see. Again, Cantu straight ahead. He gets he gets plenty of yardage after his first hit. So so he's uh, going to be down. 
That ends the third quarter. Panthers lead 48-3. to This is Panther football on KDKQ, Alive 105. You're home for Panther football on the radio. We'll be back. I'm Donna Cruz. Join Keith Stevens and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Kathy Lee Gifford shares how being confident in who she is opens her to love others. And uh, Craig said to me, why do you love me and Ricky? And he looked at me and said, Kathy, we've never been told ever by somebody of faith that they love us. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Keep the Faith with Donna and Keith, Saturdays 6 to noon and weekday mornings 6 to 9 on Alive 105. We're back at Panther Stadium where Derby leads 48-3, to and Bays will have it first and 10 for their own 40-yard line. Uh, Panthers, it looks like, have brought in a few substitutes yes. to start the fourth quarter. Yeah, there's several new faces out there for Derby. Mays is still running there, starting 11. Back to pass. Just a quick pass caught out in the flat by Johnson. He picks up, oh, I'm going to guess nine yards on first down. Well, we think we're in a running clock situation here. We're up 45 points. uh, So as we start the fourth quarter, uh, we should be. Second one on the 49. Yeah, it looks like the Panthers have brought in not wholesale substitutions, but several. They give it again to uh, Cantu. He's going to get the first down. And we will see. Yes, it's a running clock because they're supposed to stop the clock when a first down is made, but they left it running. So first time this year we've been in a running clock situation. So this quarter will be over in 12 minutes. Yeah, and that anyone that listened last year knew that just about every game, including the state, I guess state championship game, they didn't go to the running clock, but it was uh, it was a blowout. Quick pass to the outside. Again, the receiver breaks a couple tackles out there, and he gets first down inside the 35. Well, the Panthers do what they, you know, in a game like this, that's what you want to do. You want to get the, the, the starters out of the game. You want to get these guys some experience. And more importantly, you want to make sure everybody stays healthy. First and 10 inside the 35 at 33. Again, the Panthers went to their, looked like they went to their number twos pretty much. Again, they give it to the running back, can too. Nothing fancy there. Panther defensive line shuts that off. Gets very little gain on first down. Well, you know, May South hasn't done anything fancy all night. It's been pretty straightforward, and I think that was uh, what Coach Clark and Coach Wietrich talked about, that, uh, you know, they, they knew coming in that these guys were good. They had some size to them, but they were going to show you the same thing pretty much all the time. Yeah, they, they, they talk like they're a blue-collar team. They don't try anything fancy. They just do what they do. Back to pass goes, and it's caught right in the middle by Fitzpatrick. And he breaks a couple, three tackles, gets down around the 20-yard line. It's going to be a first down maze. And you're in that situation. If you're May South, you can't blame them that they're going to leave their starters in. They want to get better for next week because, as we said, everybody in the state's going to be in playoff situations next week. Absolutely. They're going to be in the, the thick of the 5A playoffs. They give it again to Cantu. He makes a couple guys miss at the line of scrimmage and then gets out inside the 15 to about the 13-yard line. I'd, I'd certainly like to be able to tell you who made the tackles for the Panthers, but 
I'm going to be honest, I can't hardly read those numbers. You know, this Cantu kid, he reminds me of a, a throwback way back, like a Rocky Blyer type guy. I mean, he just, you know, nothing super fancy about him, but he gets the job done. You're going to have people hitting their phone internet trying to figure out who Rocky Blyer is. <laughs> no question. Again, Shields rolls out to the far side, hits, has a man out in the flat, but the ball goes incomplete, so it's going to be uh, third down. In about four. I know the there's, no, uh, there's an old retired uh, state trooper out there that's a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I think he, he used to bleed Pittsburgh Steelers black and gold. It's third and four. Clock moving. About eight and a half to go in the game. Panthers lead 48 to three. Again, they give it to Cantu. Gets into the secondary. And only picks up. Uh, he's going to be about a yard short, I think. And we're in a running clock situation oh here my at gosh, uh, they, Panther Stadium. They gave him progress enough for a first down. Wow. Maybe these lights aren't so hot. I, did, I guess I didn't see that. It looked like he was down short of the ten, and they they gave him progress down to the nine. Anyway, it's a first down and goal. Can two. Drags a couple Panthers down close to the five. I'm telling you, this kid, he's going to feel it. He's carried the ball. Oh, I bet he's carried the ball 35 times himself tonight. Yeah, he's he's a hard runner. He hadn't had he hadn't had success on every play, but he's a hard runner. He he earns every yard he gets and every yard he's got tonight. He's earned them. Clock moving, 7:20 left. Panthers lead right now, 48-3. Back then again, they give it on a. Wide play to Cantu. He gets stopped. Probably going to get the first down. No, he's not. It's going to be third down and five. Well, and, and I, I, I think we're. I, I believe, aren't we? Yeah, we're in goal and in first goal situation. It's goal to goal. So yeah, yeah, goal to goal. But Cantu that time was trying to get to the edge. Got to credit the Panther defense. This young unit uh, stretched him out and uh, kept him out of the end zone. They did a good. They played that. They played that just like you draw it up. No gain on the play for the, the Mavericks. Third down and goal from the five. Panthers, Panthers are gonna just going to be third down and goal from the two and a half. The May sent a guy in motion and the Panther defensive end jumped offside. So that's going to move it into the uh, about two and a half, maybe the two-yard line. The good, the good thing is, with the running clock the way it is, when the Panthers get the ball back, they could just run the clock out. And uh, and that's probably, you know, again, you got some young kids, can't tell them not to score. That's right. Straight up the middle goes the quarterback, and he goes in for the touchdown. And it's forty now 48 to nine. For Colin Shields. And a Now, first time in the evening that Panther or that the uh, May South uh, Mavericks have found the end zone. So again, if you're if you're if you're the coaching staff for the Panthers, you got to like uh, how your defensive units perform. Well, yeah, tonight. The, the, the the number twos they come in and did pretty good. I mean, they 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 didn't run over them. That's for sure. The extra point is up, and it's good. So with 5.20 to go, Panthers now lead this one big 38-10. 
They're going to get the ball back probably with under four, under five minutes to go and a running clock. So they might be able just to run the ball game, run the clock out in the ball. Well, game. you, you got to assume you're going to see guys like Hubbard in the ball game. And you and I know that uh, Mr. Hubbard's uh, another one of those guys that has uh, speed that kills. I mean, if he gets outside, he's going to go. And, and again, you can't tell these kids. You can't go in there and go, hey, you know, we got four minutes left. Take a knee. Yeah, you These can't guys do are, that. They want to see the end zone. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. These guys are going to want to score. Liston and uh, Liston and Edwards back deep. Forty-eight to ten, and this this is a Panther team that tonight has. I I think tonight maybe they they performed up to expectations. I think the coaches' expectations. I think they performed tonight, so the coaches are going to be pretty. I think pretty excited and knowing they can build on this going into the playoffs. Without question. Clock's down to 410. Just a little pooch kick. It might go out. Now it's going to be fair caught at about the 35. So nice job by the special teams guy. It looked like it might have been Knox. I can't, again, I can't. I can't pick up the number. Well, right and again, that's a, that's the play you got to do. I mean, you, in that situation, you know, you, I know you want to run the football, but you, you're a you're a wise young man. To, you know, you're a senior. You're, the, you're a guy that uh, is a leader out there. And in that situation, Tanner did just what he should have. It, it was Knox. I followed his number all the way in till I could read it, and uh, he did the right thing. Fair catch. Let her go. It looks like Mercer Thatcher is going to be your quarterback, and Hubbard is going to be the running back. And like I said, Hubbard, if he, busts, if he busts the line of scrimmage, he's going to be a hard one to catch. Thatcher, Mercer keeps it, gets down to about the 40-yard line, going to be second down and probably six to go for the Panthers. Uh, so you get an option play, and, and, and Thatcher, you got to give him credit. I mean, he took what they gave him. Three minutes to go. Panthers lead by 38, 48-10. And probably, I'm, I'm going to guess, the Activities Association will have some semblance of a bracket out by tomorrow noon. I'm going to guess. It'll be interesting to see where the Panthers fall. Like I said, I don't see them any higher than third, but I don't see them after tonight's performance any lower than four. They give it to Hubbard, gets out in the open, 50-45, gets out to the 45 of Bay South. But I And, and we, we don't know who we play next week, but we know we'll be at home. But, you know, like you said, until uh, Keisha comes out with the uh, brackets, we won't know uh, what team we'll be playing. And I think Bay South has their number twos on the field as well. There's a whole lot of numbers out there I don't recognize from, from past possessions. So it, well, and you got to do that again. If you're May South, you're at a point now. You needed to give your offense some success. You needed to have them something to build off of. But you don't want to get anyone hurt right before the playoffs. First, the ten Panthers from the forty, it's like forty-four yard line of the Mavericks. Back to pass goes Thatcher. Oh, it looked like a pretty good pass. It just, I mean, it fell right where it was supposed to. But I don't know. There was two Panther. Receivers in the same part of the field, so we don't know who it was intended to for. I think it was Trevor Hansen that the ball was intended for, 
And, and you're right. It just looked like it was just out of his grasp. Minute 20 to go. Another first down would put this game over with in terms of time, and it, they may not need to even do that. Yeah, it, I, I think at this point uh, Panthers should be able to run the, uh, run the clock out. They're going to go to 4-2, and two, Derby will. Mays will drop to, I believe, 4-3. and three. Again, Hubbard gets to the outside. Gets down inside the 30. It's a first down, so Panthers could just – they could just take a knee here the rest of the way because it won't do any good to score again. Uh, Hubbard's just a freshman. We we saw him in a couple of games this year, and uh, we like what we see out of him. He's going to be an in, integral part of this offense, I think, next year. 30 seconds left of the ball game. Panthers are going to go again. Four, they're going to go four, to 4-2 four and two on the season. And – Taking a knee is Thatcher. That is the ball game. The clock should run out. Panthers don't have to snap it again. Again, Panthers are going to go into the playoffs, Kevin, I think on a high note. I I mean, there's so many positives that you and I saw. We're not even coaches, but there's so many positives you and I saw in this performance tonight. You know, Derby's going to be a force in the 6A playoffs, I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, we left left last week's Mays game, and, and, you know, we weren't – our heads weren't hanging. I mean, yeah, you like to win. I'm a competitor. I don't ever want to take a loss. But we walked away from that, and it was kind of like, you know what? We we had some injuries. We had some things that we didn't execute very well. Coach Clark calls it what it is. He goes, we had some some bonehead plays, things we didn't do well. But you knew that it wasn't a case of – we're just not good enough. It was just a case of making adjustments, doing those things. I, you know, Coach Clark, Coach Weedrick, all the coaches are going to find something to, 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 to work on this week. But I'm with you. you got to look at tonight's performance and feel pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't see how you can feel anything but a little bit good about this. Uh, I mean, these kids put 48 points up against a pretty darn good uh, Bay South team. And, uh, you know, it, this Bay South they, they've had two or three games where they've had over five. They had five over 500 yards against Mays three weeks ago or two weeks ago. So, so these guys can move the football for the Panther defense to to play like they did tonight. I mean, that they, they got to be happy with. Well, they all facets the game. I think the special teams. Coach Clark graded them at a C at best last week. And, and you know, I don't know that they get an A, but I, I think they're a strong B plus tonight. I mean, you know, I, I think that all phases of the game. Coach Clark's going to be halfway pleased with. Yeah, and and uh, I'm happy for the kids. I mean, this has been quite a season for them. I mean, yeah, we're in week eight. We're getting ready to start the postseason. But these kids have went through a lot since they started practice back in the middle of August. And, well, and, and I'm and, happy for them. And, Doyle, well, what you're going to see now is the band is going to come out on the field and, and do some of their things. They haven't gotten to do what they do. And you know what? you got to love, and I've seen this before out of Coach Clark teams, the football players are going to stay on the field and watch the band perform. They're not going in the locker room. They know that these guys work their tails off for for them. And 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 again, I just love seeing uh, the respect. Right, yeah, I, I just live uh, a couple blocks or three south of the high school where they practice, and I hear them every morning. And you're right; they haven't been able to perform this year, and they practice just as hard as anybody does. Well, Coach Clark mentioned it tonight. That uh, you know about the band and that how they, they do zero to, hour. Yeah, have a zero hour. You get out about six thirty in the morning, you'll hear those guys playing. So this this is kind of neat. 
it, it's yeah, neat that they're out playing, and it's really neat that the kids are there watching their schoolmates take care of business. Panthers win this one 48-10. to 10. This is Panther football on KDKQ Alive 105, your home, your exclusive home for Panther football on the radio. We will be back. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. The Derby Farmer's Market will be at Madison Park from 8 a.m. to noon every Saturday. The Kansas-grown Derby Farmer's Market offers a variety of local fresh produce, baked goods, plants, jams, meats, arts, and more. So bring the family and your four-legged friend to Madison Park to experience the Derby Farmer's Market. Interested on how to be a vendor? You can reach out to Trina Bradley at 706-5535. It's Shawn Michaels, and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. And this week, we'll chat with Scott Crepane, Rebecca St. James, and Joy Williams. Plus, we'll get inside a classic with Clay Cross. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Hello, it's Kurt Wallace here, host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown, preparing for this weekend show. we got Need to Breathe here. They'll talk about ways that their fans relate to their music. Jeremy Camp's here with some pointers on accountability. And Taryn Wells opens up about a personal experience in his life. We'll give you another chance to win Chris Tomlin's new collaborative release, Chris Tomlin and Friends, and hear future hits from We Are Messengers and Big Daddy Weave. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105. Music that's good for you. Hey everybody, this is Andy Chrisman. Join me this week for worship as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. And this week I sit down with Jason Gray. I remember I just kind of lost all my strength and I just slumped there, held up in the arms of my friend who didn't say a word, but what he was saying was so clear, right? He was saying, everything's going to be all right. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with my special guest, Jason Gray. Worship with Andy Chrisman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. We're back at Panther Stadium where Derby just knocked off Bay's South, a pretty good Bay's South team, 48-10. It was quite a ball game. Uh, The Panthers uh, played, I, I would... I don't know. Maybe, maybe the coaches will disagree, but I think this is, was their best ball game of the year. I think it was one of their most complete ball games of the year for sure. I mean, I think they they, they played well in all phases of the ball game, and that's important, uh, you know, and, and especially going into playoffs. Yeah, especially going into the playoffs. Dole, again, we want to remind all our listeners that uh, tonight's ball game is available on our podcast uh, anywhere you listen to uh, to to your your favorite podcast Spotify Apple wherever you want to and you know it, it's usually available around 11 12 o'clock and you know so if you if you were uh, 
someone and you, you weren't able to catch tonight's ball game or you knew that, uh, hey, I can go call grandma and tell her to listen to the ball game tomorrow. She can listen to it. And so, you know, we, we appreciate the ability for fans to listen to it, uh, not only live, but uh, any time after the ball game has been played. Absolutely correct. Uh, they do a real good job getting these things out where uh, anybody, anytime can listen to these ball games. Doyle, let's uh, go ahead and get into our end-of-the-game stats for tonight. Uh, they're pretty impressive. I think uh, you, the score is going to be the final determining factor, but uh, you'll be able to track this. Uh, first downs, Panthers 23 first downs, May South 20. Rushing yards, Panthers all over May South tonight. 37 rushes, 460 yards. May South, 36 attempts, 133. Wow. What, what a night for our rushing kids. You got it. You got it. It starts up front with those hogs, those five guys up front. So you got to give them pretty good credit for that. Well, when you average 12, 12 and a half yards of carry, it tells you that you're going to probably have some good success on the ground. In the air, Limwash, six for seven tonight for 89 yards. May South, 11 for 23 for just 92 yards. Total offense for the Panthers. Tonight, 549 yards, holding May South uh, to just 225. Man, that that is that's unbelievable. I, I like I said, the defense. It was a great football game, and like you said, going into playoffs, that's one you gotta have. But if you coach five for one thing, you're not gonna like third down conversions. You're just six for 19 tonight. Panthers remain to four, four for eight, so 50 percent. So not uh, not too bad. For uh, individual, Lim Wash, uh, 6 for 6 for 89 yards. Mercer, Mercer Thatcher, 0 for 1 tonight. Reed Liston kind of made amends for uh, last week. He had three catches for 55 yards. Drake Thatcher, two catches for 26. And Trayvon Rose, one catch for 8 yards. The story of the night really, though, was the running game for the Panthers. Dylan Edwards, 19 touches, 237 yards. Lim Wash, 15 touches for 199 yards. Derek Hubbard, two touches for 32, and Mercer Thatcher, one for four. Goal to have two guys come up with that kind of yardage is just incredible. It, it is. It, it, to me, it puts gray hairs in a D.C.'s head because, uh, you know, you can't just concentrate on one of them. you got to concentrate on both of them. And, and, you know, that's – I mean, you might be able to do it a play or two, but you're not going to do it all night. And i got to give, a, you know, Evan Cantu, the, the running back for, for May South, 28 touches tonight. 111 yards. So that young man, uh, again, I guarantee you he's going to feel uh, what happened tonight. He, he earned every foot of those 111 or 12 yards he had. He ran very hard tonight. Yeah, total yards of offense for the Panthers tonight, 549. Bay South held to just 225. And the, and the big final stat, Panthers win this ball game tonight, 48-10. to 10. Great ball game. Panthers go into the playoffs next week. We are certain to have one. Uh, home game, and uh, you know, again, Panthers raised their record to four and two. This has been Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ. Thanks for listening.